A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review, King of the Ring Watch Along Spectacular Special. This is where we do something spectacularly special and we watch back some really bad 90s WWF. And who be we? I be fake Geordie and radio presenter, slightly whispery because it's very late in the UK. It's Tom Campbell. I be with the bear in the big blue bar cage who only needs a pen. Because he gets it right every time. He's head pencil, a cultaholic. Justin Henry's there. Hi, Justin. Word. What's up? And word to you and word to number three, the third man that we've been hyping for at least three weeks here on the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review. When you think of bad wrestling, you think of one person. Sorry, Matthew, but it's true. And he is our guest right now. It is a pleasure to welcome to the King of the Ring Watch Along, Mr. R.D. Reynolds off of WrestleCraft. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. And to be fair to Matthew, uh, I'm just older than he is. So (laughs) I have tenure, and that's about it. So... This is really exciting because we didn't know this until literally five minutes ago. Uh, we're about to watch King of the Ring 1993, and you're about to watch it along with us. But, Ardy, you were there. I was there. I was. I absolutely was there. So we're going to get some special insight from people that you were no doubt sat around. I drove, I want to say, um, I mean, it was in Dayton, Ohio. It's about, oh, little less than a two-hour ride uh, from where I live, and yeah, we made a, we made the whole day out of it, and uh, we're actually uh, yeah just just went and uh, were uh, uh, I was not a fan of Hulk Hogan. I was absolutely livid uh, with what happened at WrestleMania nine earlier in the year because <laughs> uh, I was a big Bret Hart fan, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> so to show my displeasure. And how much I wanted Hogan to lose, I actually went wearing a kimono. <laughs> there's pictures. Please tell me there's pictures. Uh, I don't know that there I, – I, I'm sure there are someplace. Uh, you know, it's uh, something I'm sure someone has uh, is keeping those for blackmail. You know? <laughs> now, when you say kimono, were you mm-hmm. doing it as Yokozuna, or did you add the geisha makeup and carry a bouquet of flowers? I did not have the uh, makeup or the uh, bouquet of flowers. Uh, it was just, it was, I remember it was this big, giant, black and white kimono. And, yeah, it was just, I was I was so much wanting, you know, Yokozuna to just destroy Hogan. So, mm-hmm. so this is obviously a very merry occasion for you then. Yes, yes, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good way to, to start the holiday season. 
Justin, my, by any my... chance, were you were you wearing a kimono when you first watched King of the Ring 1993 or not? Uh, no, because I didn't actually watch the show. I listened to it on Scramble Vision because we didn't order a lot of pay-per-views, but I was quite happy to... I wasn't the biggest Hogan fan either. I wasn't a Bret Hart fan, though. I was just happy to see Hogan lose because even at nine years old, I was sick of him. Well, so, it was funny you say it's funny you say Scramble Vision because that's how I found that's how I watched Mania Nine, <clears throat> and my buddy was like all giddy because you know is they're doing the play by play and oh no here comes Hulk Hogan what's he doing oh he's challenging for the title and I was like no 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 <laughs> and he was like he was like so happy I think he was probably just trolling me I like to think he was anyway I I, I still he's still a good friend of mine. Uh, so I'd like to think he was just trolling me. I've actually never asked. I know I didn't talk to him for like a week afterwards. I was so upset with him. So <laughs> I got, I just want to add to that. I didn't even know until the next day during lunch at school that Hogan had won the belt because my brother and I, because it was so late, we turned it off after Yoko won. Like, okay, well, that's mm-hmm. the end of the show, obviously. We both went to bed. I said, like, you know Hogan's a champ, right? No, Yokozuna won last night, silly. And I come home, my brother tells me, yeah, Hogan one somehow I've, I've learned from all my friends at school it's like oh well then well and then we never saw him on tv if so you watched it through scrambled vision Ardy, you watched it there and then um i'm really excited because i've never actually watched this show oh okay well, and, I, and i thought i'm gonna hold off and wait till i'm in company of you fine gentlemen and watch it for the very first time so i'm very excited okay. about what's gonna transpire in front of us just rule of thumb, if Bret Hart's in the match, it's really good. If he's not, then you're taking your chances. <laughs> if he's not, then down your drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Right, okay. If you, could, if you want to watch along with us, you've got one or two ways you can do it. You can uh, unplug your TV and just watch Static. Uh, this is the Justin Henry way of watching King of the Ring 1993. And you can just listen Certainly. to us. That is fine. Or I'm going to give you a second to load up the WWE Network, which I'm, I'm well, sure you've hit- probably still got. Well, they can probably hit pause and just come back to us. That's oh, fine. So Okay. Okay. Right You've ahead. done that. Good. Well done. Um, and we are going to press play on King of the Ring 93. And you can watch along with Justin Henry, RD Reynolds, and, and I'm here as well. And we'll do that in three. Are you guys ready, by the way? I, I, am. Well, I, am, actually, I am actually on the little flag <laughs> with the two lions. RD's three matches in. <laughs> I have actually gone ahead and skipped to the end. <laughs> no, I, I am. I am actually on. The, I, I am past the little disclaimer, you know, thing, yes, and I'm where the the two lions were are like ready to clash with each other. All right. Yes, sir. Get yourself I'm on the that two point lions. It's ah. right after the disclaimer. Right. Okay. And three, yes, two, one. Enjoy King of the Ring with us. Here we go. Yeah. Can you turn the volume just a little tiny bit? Here's your brackets. It's, it's brackets. To be an amazing graphic. Brackets is in it. Oh, no, wow. So the winners face each other, apparently. Yeah, the winners advance. Who would have guessed? No, 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 no. These hmm. these matches have already happened. Keith Winner takes on Ian Winner, and they face oh, okay. Jeff Finalist. <laughs> They'll face Edgar Winner. <laughs> the Winner brothers have done really well in the King of the Ring. This is a news. Mm. Oh, Jim Duggan's in it. What a treat. Yeah. Yes, you being the big Hacksaw fan that Buffalo. you are. Tatanka. Buffalo. 
Incidentally, do we have do we have drinks on the go for this one? By the way, I have coffee and soda next to me. I have I have Coca Cola Classic and a purified water. Very nice. Is it in a is it in a WWE Niagara Falls cup or not? Uh, no, unfortunately, I had to retire Hi, my Sarah. Niagara Falls. Oh my gosh, Randy Savage! What? Is, oh man, <laughs> what more kiosk is that from? That is a I'm looking to shirt. see if if I if you can see me. I'm way that that my my yo my uh kimono kind of looked like Yokozuna's <laughs> on that picture. Actually, yeah, he has oh, Hulk Hogan on his on his um on his top, does he not? What Savage? Yeah, is is Savage wearing about? Hulk Hogan, or have I imagined that? Is he knows top tucked into his? He's wearing like a dicky. Like it's hosting masterpiece theater. <laughs> it's a love. It's a lovely look. <laughs> love. I love the rudimentary Titantron video. Just the logo. Scott Hall, a couple of uh, months late for St. Patrick's Day with that outfit. Thing is, just just the logos look better here than they do for NXT UK. That's what's really depressing. Like I, I, it's lovely seeing lots of my mates getting work, but those Titantrons are really depressing. Yeah, they're very, they're very, very basic, and I mean, it's kind of part of the charm, especially when Doink showed up at Survivor Series on like four different screens at once or whatever it was. The thing is, now you can get like still employed with the company. Today. The thing is, now you can get like monitors so cheap. I really want to know how you could, what like what program you need to display to, like, 47 monitors. Because if I go to, like, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, used computer store, I bet I could get 47 monitors for, like, 12 bucks. And you could really? arrange them and have and have a lovely wanna... big telly like that one. Yeah, I have the, have the, have the Brett the Hitman heart thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else? Actually, you know what? Watching this, do you know what else is missing from today? Is wrestlers having their own logos? Do wrestlers yes. have many of their own logos anymore? No, they you just have t-shirt funny? designs that are based on old, uh, like, 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 say, Monday Night Rollins or KO Mania or things like that. I actually do, uh, I help with a company doing printing. That is and nice graphics is, 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 is a big thing to me. Uh, and I learned to do graphics on a computer by recreating WWE, excuse me, WWE uh, character logos. Wow. Yes. It, it, that doesn't sound impressive, but whenever you were doing it in like 1988 <laughs> with print shop, it's very impressive. It's like <laughs> trying to do something like that now with paint. It's no paint is like, Paint is so far beyond what I had to work with. It's no, it's like doing it with with an etch a sketch or something. Well, obviously you weren't the fan who received the Bret Hart sunglasses or ringside. I did not receive the Bret would have had to gone way back into the crowd. Is it looking at this? I was exact opposite. I was like, um, as as I look at this, I believe. That I was opposite of the entrance. I was on the other side of the ring. 
and I was okay. I was uh, you know quite a few rows back, and so I'm not I I don't think that yeah I don't think I show up on here. So did anybody say kimono, anything to you, you when you turned up in a kimono? Do what? Did anybody say anything to you? Did you have any weird conversations with people when you were turning up, cavorting around in a in a kimono? Uh, you know, a lot of people were were pleased. There were some people that were not pleased. Uh, you know, it's in Dayton, Ohio. It's like the the center of the country, uh, or you know, kind of close to the center mm-hmm. of the country anyway. And so you had, a, you know, it was really a kind of a, as I recall, a pro Hogan crowd. You know, my buddy and I were mm-hmm. uh, oh. amongst the uh, ones that were really. Uh, you know, anti-Hogan. I, we were not the majority by any stretch. It would probably be um, the first pro-Hogan well, kind of crowd in quite some so time. Just, yeah, I was going to say, because Dayton is kind of a B-town, or even... That's possibly being generous, but... You know, B-town's yeah, going to be more toward, you know, cheering the baby faces, but when the heels... Yeah, Dayton Dayton is uh, not, not a huge town. Uh, it's I want to say it's probably about the same size as... Uh, population-wise, I'm guessing it's probably about the same size as Cincinnati, which is uh, about an hour, 15 minutes down the road. Um, and I'm trying to think of anything else. It's it's uh, smaller than Indianapolis. So, you know, here's the thing. Watching Scott Hall in this, like, he, he, he was – he could be a really good worker when he wanted to be. He could really work. But it, it had to have been when he wanted to work. And with a person he wanted to work with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he didn't want to just goof on him. Because, you know, this time period, this is the... Uh, we've just had the one, two, three kid match. And it's been funny to watch these weeks and weeks and weeks of these peculiar-looking jobbers turning up, getting battered and leaving that it was actually a legit shot when Sean Waltman beat him. Even watching it now, I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. And, and speaking of fun, that referee side-shaved head and mullet combo, <laughs> I don't know who that referee is. Is that is that someone we should That's know? That's my Kyoto. Is it really? No. That's my Kyoto. It is. Yes, that it is. is the so that is the mullet day. Mike Kyoto. Justin's correct. Mullet Mike. He really needs to bring that back. Is he still working for the WWE at the moment, or has he yeah. gone elsewhere? Is he I still alive? Still there. I, I think I saw him as right. Yes. He is. He is still he alive. Certainly is still alive. They don't really acknowledge the referees anymore, which is always a shame because they used to have their no, own well, very distinctive characters. Right, but now they don't. They, is, is, well, I, mean, I the don't ref- even think they 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 won't even reference them by name. I don't think. I know for a while that was one of Vince's little edicts. Don't name the referee. Right, that you couldn't acknowledge the official. I I do know that one referee has a son who is a tag team champion as a WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> what Braun Strowman's dad is a referee. Go figure. Yokozuna's dad is, is a referee. Oh, Hulk's in the front row. Did you see that? Oh, there he is. He's scouting yeah, he's... everybody else. 
<laughs> wants to make sure, you know, who his next who his next challenger might be. <laughs> he's just gonna there. he's gonna see whether Brett loses and then just jump racer. Just keep right. <laughs> that's that's his thing now. That's his shtick now. Also, the gentleman on the corner there in the twenty nine jersey with I, I don't know what hat that is. It looks like something you may have stolen jersey, from um... Skinner. Oh, you'll see him. Oh, please tell me it's a Skinner well, I, hat. I saw Hogan, but... No, no, you'll see him here in just a second. Hmm. I'd love it if there was a Skinner hat. I fan was at Survivor Series 91, 93 as well. He was kind of like a Midwestern groupie. He was like the Rick the Sign guy of his day, except dressed as Hogan. Oh, we're never going to see There's him, another guy that has a Skinner hat in the front row, too. <laughs> they were hot sellers, the Skinner were they, hats. Were, were they on clearance or something? <laughs> That's two people on the planet that bought a hat emblazoned so with Skinner's logo. The Skinner hat? There's like a little kid. Okay, it's not a Skinner hat, but I thought it was. It's a goofy hat. There's a little kid. It's, 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 they're in the front row. There's a kid in the middle that's in a purple shirt, and there, 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 the, there's a kid to the right of him, and then there's a guy in a, a 29 jersey. Right, Justin Henry, Eric Dickerson, was he was he number 29 for the Colts? Oh wow, you're really making me go back. 29. For I think the it Colts. may be. I think it may be a Dickerson jersey. Think... And someone has a big right. boss man hat, baseball cap. Uh-uh. See, this is the kind of analysis that other people aren't going to give you. <laughs> and do you know what else I like from looking at the front row? And this is going to make me sound like horrifically 2018. The one thing I like looking at that front row and the crowd in general, no phones. Nobody's filming anything. They're just watching the match. We weren't allowed. Exactly. If you walked in with a – no, 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 no. You walk in with a camcorder? No, they'd have shown you to the, shown you to the street. You could have hidden one in you... your kimono, surely. I, I, well, but this was 1993. That thing would have been the size of a suitcase. <laughs> guy, guy carrying that. I was bag, big. I wasn't quite that big. The NBA slam dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Artie's like rerun. Gonna re- record the Doobie Brothers concert. Looking at so you guys don't see the guy in the number 29 in the in the hat. You haven't seen him yet. He's on the bottom uh, left of the screen. I've just they, seen another Hulk Hogan. Do I get 20 the, points the seeing cam- another when, Hulk when Hogan? When they go to the hard camera, when they go to the hard camera, he is on the far left of the uh, screen. As Brett is punching Razor right here, and oh, now they switched it. I just saw him. I just, I think uh-huh. I just saw a guy mm-hmm. in a crocodile Dundee esque hat. Is that the yes. guy you mean? <laughs> yes, that's who I meant. It could be crocodile Dundee. Okay, so maybe it's an Outback, Outback Jack hat. I don't know. I was trying to be a little more current. <laughs> well, Outback Jack is timeless. On this on this show from 25 Outback years Jack ago. Outback Jack is... <laughs> 25 and a half years ago. Hey, is one of you um have your audio up on your... on watching? Because uh, I'm getting like a lot of uh, tinny-sounding feedback on my side. I, I barely have mine on. I, I barely have mine on. Like, I'll, I'll dip it down a little Mine's bit. Mine's on mute. I'm just keeping my ear out just in oh. case anybody... There goes Brett. Just in case Macho says something hilarious. 
Five moves to doom. Five moves to doom. There's one. I, I think he beat Dina Bravo. With, I think he beat Dina Bravo with the middle of her elbow once. Did that woman just lift her shirt and cover her head? He did. Don't do that again, lady. <laughs> See, why is it... Okay, Justin, why is it that Bret Hart is allowed five moves of doom, but John Cena's not allowed six? Well, he, he does. He, he has the flash fist now. That is... It is, it is my favorite move in oh, wrestling. <laughs> I wish he could have beaten... Like, There's he a good to, shot of he needs to win the Rumble and beat... <laughs> Incidentally, just on, on, on the subject of 2018 wrestling, like, John Cena does the, 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 the running bit of a punch and everybody says, ruin everything, boo, 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 boo. Yet, Joey Ryan has majority of offense based around grabbing his, his, his penis. And that's revolutionary. Uh, well, yes, because one's independent and the other's not, and that's how it works. I think both are brilliant. Yes. Just oh, nice counter for the razor's edge. Oh, to be oh, fair, oh. that's basically how it works. Is uh, yes, already. I, I was going to say, to be fair, that it, Razor's uh, shoulder was not down on the one count that Mike Kyoto made. Yeah, Mike Kyoto is uh, some shoddy officiating here. He's more concerned about that mullet that he has. I think the RD so is going to keep what, us as, from, as from the... drifting away from King of the Ring 93 talk all night. I think, and that's probably the wise thing to do. <laughs> See, but, that, but this match isn't bad. Oh, we we got to be fair. Three. We got to be fair. That's it. No, it, it, do you know what? It is, it is a good like match. That, off of a... See, whenever you guys said we're going to watch some terrible wrestling, King of the Ring, I was saying 93 would not have been uh, the number one. No, no offense, but not this is this show would not have been the, the the worst thing, the worst King of the Ring. No. But don't don't fret. I don't want anyone to think. Oh no, why is that guy hanging his head? You got that cool hat. <laughs> he should be happy with anything that happens. He, I think he just wanted to show everybody his hat. <laughs> Maybe he's behind on his hat payments, and he's he's where the repo man's gonna come after him oh, because he no, came up with savage earlier in the year. That to me was one of my favorite feuds so far of of so that, watching the old Raw episodes was having savage Macho Man's hat repossessed. Yes, <laughs> June thirteenth, Nutter Center. Yeah, thanks. Oh, we're there. Just... Oh, jeez. Okay, maybe I need to start taking some things back about defending nice the show. Right <laughs> Just as you're saying, how <laughs> 93 wasn't all bad. There you did see he... Mr. Hughes and Giant Gonzalez, super friends. Did he steal that that suit from the Joker? That grape, grapey purple suit. It looks a bit Joker-esque, doesn't it? Like Joker's uncle, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys listen to the Purple Stuff podcast, but Matt Matt from the Purple Stuff podcast may have had that exact same suit. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It's funny nice. because the the irony is his name is Harvey, and Mister Hughes is putting a dent in the urn. Whoa! Hey! Oh, hello! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's only one face in the ring instead of two. Wait, wait, wait! No, Paul Bear's now. There's two faces in the ring. Okay. 
I don't remember Giant Gonzalez and Mr. Hughes being friends. This is this is exciting. Well, they, to be fair, it wasn't Mr. like Hughes. they were tag team partners. They were, I think, they were phasing. I'm trying to think the timing of this. Well, we were deprived of a El Gigante and uh, Big Cat Curtis Hughes tagging, but at least we have this. I thought of a name oh, for but... them if they were a tag team. How would you describe this image to a non-fan? A <laughs> the big best guy thing ever. I would, if this was an image for a non-fan, I would finger. say, that's The Undertaker. <laughs> I would say that is the biggest frowny frown I ever did frown. <laughs> I just tell people that's what The Undertaker looks like. There you go. He has a hat. <laughs> Speaking of hats. If Giant Gonzalez and Mr. Hughes were to become a tag team, they could be called Hughesy Lose and the Huge. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. It's a battle of the Mr. Curtis H's. Oh, winner gets to keep oh, Mr. Oh, boy. Mm. And Kurt. Win- and, winner, and, and, yes. the, and, the, and the last initial. Yes. Don't laugh. They did that on Nitro in 2000. Oh, yeah. Battle for the letter T. Mm-hmm. I guess Booker and uh, Ahmed. No, Big T. You got to call him by whatever he was called that time. Yes, Big T. Please, child, please. <laughs> oh, but man, that was <laughs> nice tousling in the huge face there. Amazing. He landed it right on his shoulder. That was like WrestleMania Seven when he flew. He threw the towel at Boss Man, and Boss Man wiped his butt with it and threw it right back. Wait, what is face. that? What is that? The brain scan. That's the brain. That looks that like to be, the. That, that appears to be. Um, that looks like that the one. Joey Ryan scan. <laughs> Apparently, Bobby was very happy to see Mr. Perfect. That, that appears to be post-match plans manifested. Wow. That appears no to be a guess what was I hope, you're, I hope you're laughing, pal. <laughs> I'm sure that it was not his idea to have that 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 you know that drawing gimmick, you know. But it was his idea Maybe to, draw, to draw to, to draw testicles on the screen over Mister Perfect. <laughs> well, it's uh, maybe it's commentary on. Well, the, I don't rumors, know what it's commentary on. Rumors, like, rumors of of Mister Perfect's. Uh, Girth? Misterness. Misterness. <laughs> uh oh. We're showing how Who's Curtis the real Mr. Hughes Ooh, here? Whoa! Man, Kurt, Curtis is moving there. He's a fly. He's facing Mr. Perry, so he, he's a little. Uh, he's trying to keep up with him. He's very aerodynamic. Uh oh. Give him the frown. I still Hughes think they unhappy. should have just recast IRS as Mr. Hughes and just not said anything. I, I yes. like the, the I like the way you think. You'll you'll go far in this company. <laughs> well, there's IRS. Yeah, that certainly is. I can never, this briefcase. Uh, I'm carrying an urn instead. Okay, whatever you prefer. Anytime there is an IRS reference, I always have to talk about my one of my favorite um, wrestling video game memories, and that is. Uh, I can't remember. It was on a Sega console. It may have been, uh, may have actually been. Um, oh, it was Rage in the Cage, the Sega CD. It may have been that, or it may have been one of the other Genesis games. 
uh, IRS was was on there, and of course they would always have uh, you know the theme music for the wrestlers. There's a big of deal. It was, you know, yes. IRS, no joke. They literally just had. Uh, it sounded like someone typing on a keyboard or on a on an old school uh, typewriter. That was his theme music. It was delightful. Ching! Yes, he had that on Steel Cage Challenge for Angus also. And it did have the ching at the end. Yeah, it's still somehow better than T.O. Hopper's music. Oh, man. Curtis almost twisted his ankle there. Hope he's okay. He's frowning. Maybe on one of these we should actually do commentary. Like, like we're actually calling the match. That would be good. That fun. could be fun. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, can I be Charlie Min? Uh, can I just talk about people's uh, headgear in the audience? <laughs> you, yes, I'll just. <laughs> if I call the moves, Justin, that you can man? be Charlie Min. <laughs> RD, you can do fashion. <laughs> that man is in the you purple. Could be RD Donovan. The the man in the purple uh, shirt. With the gray, I think maybe it's a uh, Ohio State Buckeyes hat. He was not looking very impressed with this. He's oh, he's got him by Mr. the tongue. Uh, he's a. Uh... He's got him by his tongue. That that's his tie. <laughs> it's, uh... He's looking on very unimpressed, as RD has noted. Um, maybe he had higher expectations for the 350-pound man wearing a suit. I mean, to be fair, Mr. Hughes has been fairly nimble in this match. He no, he's I, I, I he's 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 been moving. He's he's been moving. He he hasn't been bad at all. Is, oh, it still, is he still with us, Mr. Hughes? Mr. Hughes is in fact still alive, and in fact he uh, he's the trainer, if you can believe this, of Heath Slater. No, that's incredible. He trained Heath Slater. Apollo Crews, and I want to say independent superstar A.R. Fox. I'd like to think that Bret Hart has just in appeared in the top left screen and everybody can see that. Like he's a vision I, appearing to Mr. Perfect. I'd like it to think that he's explaining to people that in 25 years, Mr. Hughes is going to be a trainer. He's oh, going to train a man named... Oh, no, that didn't go well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Double A spine buster. He didn't get all of it. <laughs> Let's just call that an A spine buster. <laughs> well, yeah, things happen. Paul Hogan. I'm still that, that guy. That's, that's a, a pretty, pretty on the spot Hulk Hogan look. I'm sure there's two Hulk Hogan's in the good. front row. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> That's a wonderful cell. It went all the way up his anus, <laughs> apparently. Has he shot himself? Is that what's happened? Mm. I like the jobber on the last roll. <laughs> oh, God, that was Whoa. grim. Oh, jeez. RD, if, uh, if, you, if you ever have occasion, watch the June 7th of 93 episode of Roll. There is a jobber who Tom and I have determined did, in fact, mess himself during the match because there was mm. four scenes on the map by the time it was over. Mm-mm-mm. That would be a true Russell Crap moment. <laughs> Literally. I mean, Mr. Hughes, look at him here. I mean, he botched that one move horribly. But other than that, he has been really moving. He's He's been very impressive. Yeah. Not as impressive yeah, as those punches by Kurt. What was that? <laughs> just, a little, just some little gut tickles by the looks of it. 
<laughs> no, not the yarn to the head. Oh that my some, god. That was some, you know, not Harvey, that's where shaker. you want to distract the ref. <laughs> I, I like how it, here's perfect. He's, he's been bashed in the face with an urn. So Hedmer's first instinct is not to check on him, but to raise his arm to let him know that he won. Like, mm -hmm. no, I need both hands for holding my destroyed face. We're, we're several decades from the uh, from the concussion policy, so this is perfectly fine. Sure. Yeah, you can just yeah, you can just you know shake his head, let him know he's okay. Like, hey, you won. I mean, meanwhile, his brain's just bouncing around like a Super Bowl. Oh, hey, look, we get the top part of the brackets. brackets. Mm -hmm. B Hart. These are nifty graphics. <laughs> Bob Hart. Go Bruce. Bruce made it. He finally made it to the big time. <laughs> Go on, Bruce. Ball shots for everybody. <laughs> I'm also, I hate, I hate to say party. this, but oh man, yeah, let's get let's get the. Uh, I don't know what they're. I, oh boy, look at this. <laughs> they had the cassette tape yeah, rolling. We're in the locker room for some. Yeah, they're listening to. Uh, some old Jack Benny tapes trying to you know, keep the mood light before the match. <laughs> Yoko's ability to keep a straight face through everything going on is to be admired. I just want to tell him a joke before the before the recording started, just to see how he does. Oh, like 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 someone at uh, you know, like one of the one of the guards, right? Over in England. Did that happen? Mm. You know he's terrified of spiders. Like deathly terrified. Well, probably was deathly terrified of spiders. <laughs> this is definitely the old school WWE because the guy's making his entrance in the middle of the like, at the tail end of somebody's promo, instead of showing the whole entrance, here's somebody already on their way to the ring. A little time saver. Well, just Dangerous Danny Davis. Yeah, for people who, who complain about inconsistencies in storylines in today's uh, WWE, that is nothing new because they basically brought Danny Davis mm -hmm. back. And just said, yeah, it's okay. We're just gonna bring him back after he had he had been banned from banned for life. They just yeah, thought, let's just, just sneak him back in. No one will notice. It's all fine. Good old hacksaw. I think, I think the run of matches that have. I think somewhat uh, delivered or over-delivered is probably going to come to a halt. <laughs> you don't know that. I but... said I think. I didn't say I am guaranteeing. I wonder if Jim Duggan will lose in this. Were you a big... Jim Duggan has a bit of a habit of... of... Not winning, of not losing. Mm. Did I really often. need that shot of Jim Duggan's backside? <laughs> Somebody in the production truck's got the hearts for Jim Duggan. <laughs> if I, I, if we, we get need no a little more, ass all in our lives. Yeah, if I get no more shots of uh, Jim's uh, derriere, I'll be happy. Uh oh. What? What? Okay. 
Did that really say Bam? Oh, Bam Bam Pigolo. That's not very nice at all. That is fat shaming. That is not a fan. That's fat shaming. Yeah, no. Yeah. Be thrown out today. (laughs) You'd be hounded on Twitter. They'd find who you are, find your address, Mm -hmm. and get you sacked. So, so for us old uh, NES wrestling game fans, this is WrestleMania Bam Bam versus WrestleMania Challenge Hacksaw. Was Bam? Hacksaw had that one great move where he would do the three point stance, and if you moved out of the way, he would hit the ropes and then. You know, fall apart. Are you sure it was WrestleMania Challenge? I don't think Bam Bam was in WrestleMania yes, Challenge. Was. I thought maybe it was uh, the original WrestleMania. Bam Bam was in WrestleMania. Bam Bam in WrestleMania. Doug in WrestleMania Challenge. I try so not this to is think battle of those two old, games here. Those old WWF NES games—they were so terrible. You were fine if you were the Ultimate Warrior, and you. Because you had the gorilla press slam, and you could gorilla press Andre the Giant out of the ring, and because Andre the Giant couldn't get in or out of the ring, you'd win immediately by count out. No, you'd... you'd be no, fine if you were the you... Ultimate Warrior, and then you had so much money you could buy a WWF Superstars machine, uh, and then you wouldn't have to play those terrible NES games. <laughs> That's true. Hey, WrestleMania Challenge was fine. The other three were garbage, but WrestleMania Challenge was okay. It was I, no Tecmo World Wrestling, mind you. Uh, I like the uh, WCW Excellent. game on uh, the NES. You could be Ricky Steamboat and grab a wrench. Hit somebody in the head. That's right. Mm-hmm. You could be Eddie Gilbert and wrestle in your sunglasses. Absolutely. They all pale in comparison Excellent. to in your house on the nope, PlayStation 1, where you could shoot... You could, was it? Was it... You you did a review on this, Ardy. You could you was it gravestones that you could shoot if you were the Undertaker? Yeah, in which game? I'm sorry. In in your house for the PlayStation. In your house, yeah. That was uh that was actually the sequel, uh, to WrestleMania the arcade game. I actually own I actually own a WrestleMania arcade game, and I know in uh I know in the arcade game, yeah, you throw you throw uh like ghosts and stuff. That's part of his attack. Mm-hmm. Mm. He also had, he also had the headstone. He would swing at you. Right. Yep. <laughs> I own now, that game. I, I really don't like that it, game. Which looks bizarre. Do you say you own the arcade game, like the console, like the whole the whole cabinet? Yeah, I yeah I own the WrestleMania uh, arcade machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've actually yeah, owned the arcade uh, enthusiast and proprietor. Yeah, I, yeah, I actually have owned. Um, uh, I've owned uh, WWF Superstars, WWF WrestleFest, uh, WWF WrestleMania Arcade. Uh, I owned a uh, WWF Royal Rumble pinball machine. Yeah, I, I've owned all that, all, all that stuff. I actually have a multicade now that that plays Superstars and and WrestleFest, and I actually prefer. Uh, superstars to WrestleFest. I know people think I'm insane, but it just is so much faster. I always find WrestleFest to be a little slow. Kind of like this match, uh. ironically <laughs> enough. See, everybody's expecting well, me to say nasty it... things about Jim Duggan in this match, and I'm and I'm not because I I don't want to be remembered for being the guy that got annoyed with Jim Duggan on the podcast. It's only been three bear hugs so far. Relax, guys. How 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 long is this match been? <laughs> Seven years. That's, 
It's 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 uh, it's gonna be fine. Just oh, what a, that was a, a fantastic spot by Pigolo. He was going for the guile kick from Street Fighter. Oh, Hacksaw's... Come on, Hacksaw, come on! Mm, really hurting to go down to that three-point stance. Oh, no! <laughs> you see guys run in, run in with their shoulder all the time. You don't see them go headfirst into the turnbuckle. Oh, diving headbutt. Mm. No, no. Ah. Stick a fork in him. Damn it. Whoa, Jim Duggan lost. Clean. Yes, see, he got pinned, Tom. That's what do you never think about that happened now? ever. Ah, shut up. <laughs> now nah, you're just bitter. I've been, if, you, if this is the first time you've listened, I, I tend to be, I've ragged on Jim Duggan quite a bit just because he never, ever seems to put anybody over. But I can't argue he's put Bam Bam Bigelow over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, he put Bam Bam over. One, he put clean, Bam over clean as a sheet. Him clean as a sheet. Exactly. Don't you, don't you be dissing so, old Jigsaw Jim. <laughs> I grew up, I grew up and I loved Jim Duggan as a kid and, and oh I Oh my noticed, god. Oh, oh god. Rooster. This is a wonderful crowd of people. Is Rick Steiner asleep? Oh no, he's awake. It's fine. I wish Rooster and Billy from you called cock and ass. <laughs> <laughs> So we got Mr. Ass, we got the Big Bad Booty Daddy, we got Bart Gunn who will knock your ass out, and we got Rick Steiner who will stiff your ass. It's Team Ass. Four asses and a cock. Hooray! That's the new name. <laughs> Look, it's, I mean, it, it, like if, you showed, if you showed someone this video... You know, now. They'd say, what's Dave show... Meltzer doing tagging with Rick Steiner? Right, exactly. No one would think that's, like, no one would believe that is Big Papa Pump. <laughs> no, they would not, they, they would not oh, believe boy. it. The narcissist. This is three weeks before he defended this country by power slamming a guy from California. Is this only three weeks until he does that? I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, this is... What's the date on this? I mean, it was July 4th. Gosh. Because I'm saying that's a quick yeah, turnaround. Cause yeah, because he just... He showed up one day wearing the red, white, and blue shirt and said, Hey, I'm a baby face now. Okay, cool. Go slam the fat guy. It was literally that simple. And he got a bust out of it. <laughs> Here he is. On the anniversary of WBF second pay-per-view, here's the narcissist. Wow, listen, listen to you. you. You have like a you have your like WWF Farmer's Almanac out or something to give us all these dates. No, he's just he's just Justin Henry. He just knows all things. The, uh, that is that is fact. Well, it's, as a WBF enthusiast, let me just say that uh, yeah. I, I do miss WBF, and I wish they would bring it back, and they would put, like, on a Braun Strowman in it, and uh, maybe Eric Rowan just for a laugh. Oh, now now what are we drawing? Wait, what are we drawing? Uh, we're drawing what appears to be 
A chicken carrying a mop. I guess he's saying what Terry Taylor should be doing with his time. <laughs> Instead of interviewing people. In a red bow tie. I have almost no recollection of Terry Taylor as a backstage interviewer in WWF. Man, Luger's already sweating up a storm. Was it that hot in the building? I mean, you're wearing a kimono, so maybe you were feeling cool. I don't remember it being that warm. I mean, it was, you know, the start of summer. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't remember it being being that bad. So, I'd like to think... Well, wouldn't you work is that a, sweat a funhouse you... mirror? That would be a great could be. if maybe they had a uh... mirror that made, made, made somebody less than buff look really buff. Right. <laughs> and this is how I would look if there was no policy in effect. Yeah, I'm looking great. <laughs> Goddamn scrutiny from the government. The irony is that Lex Luger looks like Sting at the moment, but not Steve Borden's Sting, the singer Sting. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Don't stand uh... so close to me. Even though Luger is slimmed down from his prior physique, he's still in great shape. Well, he does not. I mean, he looks. I was sitting here as I was watching this, going, "Man, Luger is very thin compared to." I was watching some some nitros from like 2000 when he was with Liz. Yeah, he was. He was. Oh yeah, when he was total package size. Watch out! He's got an axe. Buffalo. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. Let's uh, let's he wins the let's Royal Rumble. Keep, let's keep that mirror in the ring the whole time. Yes, that's they should. <laughs> that was a close up. Isn't that cheating? Isn't that a DQ? Isn't that a DQ? It's almost well, bad luck. It's so great if that's how his streak ended. Can you imagine if his streak ended that way? Like, he pushed a mirror in the Luger. He's been disqualified. <laughs> That's how he oh. paid it off, kids. No, they just had him lose to the Finnish guy who left three months later. I can't believe these two, a year later, would have a feud. Oh, here, here's Luger selling. Ah! And slammed on the floor. But yeah, they'd have another feud, way, everybody, and the roles would be he, reversed. So Tatanka would be the baddie. <laughs> That was, uh, it was kind of a shock to see him be a heel. I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, yeah, we've got all that good stuff to look forward to. Yep. A lot of 94 rolls. Who boy. (laughs) (laughs) They are an absolute treat as well. Now, making a difference. Am I learning a thing that the narcissist would. Ah, yes, Fatu. Now, am I alone in thinking that the. a narcissist gimmick was not that bad of a gimmick. It's, I know it, it, the Russell crap, but it wasn't a gimmick that Lex like, Luger should have had. Although, like he, okay, they, they kind of did the same thing point. when he was when he was the total package in uh, WCW 2000, which I didn't expect we would talk like that much thing. about this. I mean, it was very, yeah. very much the same thing. I think the problem is this this uh, ring attire he has. 
because he's got the little wiener flap. It's the battle of the wiener flaps in this in this match. <laughs> yes, Steve. Look at that. Yeah. Loincloths are wiener flaps, yeah. as we like to call them in Indiana. The boner tents. <laughs> now, if if the jobber that if the jobber that the Tonga beat last week had wanted to be a mud flap. Oh God, that's a horrible thought. That That's woman in the in the second row looked like she was going to take her shirt up again. Actually, Artie, we haven't had a fashion report well, from, the, from the front row for a while. What's happening? Okay. Yeah, I, the woman, in she's actually in the second row. She's behind the kid with the black uh, the Crocodile Dundee hat. Um, she has big frizzy hair. I think that's a Bret Hart um, shirt. And every once in a while, she'll, like, lift it up. We don't want to see that, Toots. No, she... Do you see her? You see the one maybe I'm talking she, about? Maybe she has an itch. I think she I better go see the doctor. <laughs> Let's see. Who it. else do we have in the front row? See There's some have. little kid in neon green. I think that was just looking like he was going to vomit. Well, he's probably thinking about Peter Weeks from last week. Oh, Bandman promo. Bandman Uh-oh. materializes. Mm-hmm. A wild bam bam appears. He's the he's the Johnny Cash coyote from The Simpsons. Do it Lex, for me, Tatanka. Do it for me. Beat this man, and we will be friends in the next round. I can't believe they're giving this goober a bus. Can you believe it? Oh wait, we're not there yet. Oh wait, sorry. I'd like to think that's how, like, later that night when he went to Denny's, that's how he ordered his food. <laughs> Pointing and screaming. Grand Slam Omelette! I want the moons over my hammy! <laughs> I wouldn't mess with Bam Bam. He, Severely he underrated gentleman was Bam Bam. There's a kid sitting on the steps holding a tank of some tomahawk. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. He may be an unaccompanied minor. I'm not sure. This is possibly disconcerting. And now they're leaving. Oh, man. I, I know what happens in this match. <laughs> you have to watch it. You have to stay with it, Artie. You can't, you can't duck away. I was just going to say, can I just come back? Like, <laughs> No, we're all in this together. I mean, if you don't... If you want to grab a piss, you can do that. I mean, just stay with us. In, in theory, you can... Or Artie's going to put on those glasses that Homer had when he was on jury duty. <laughs> just nod off. You know what's funny? Is years ago, uh, Mrs. Deal and I, one Halloween, we went as Homer and Marge. And in order to have the big Homer, you know, you know eyes, that's what I did is I put put those on my on my glasses. <laughs> was your was your tongue hanging out and a little bit of spittle on your <laughs> bottom lip? <laughs> I, I was really hoping that my boss wouldn't notice in the in, in the middle of the meeting that I had just zoned out. <laughs> but the big bug eyes came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I see the Tonka's hair grew back from when Bam Bam cut it. That, that's nice. RG, I'll put you to the test here. When okay. Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan once made a joke about about the Tonka's hair. He asked Vince what it symbolized. Vince said it meant the blood of all the Indian nations. 
What did okay. Bobby Heenan think that? What did Bobby Heenan say that he thought it represented? I I I do not remember. I'm really ashamed that I wouldn't know a, a brainism like that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's quite all right because I'll remind you. He's he said he thought it signified that he was the Grand Marshal in the Lucille Ball Parade. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do vaguely remember that. I always love a good Bobby Heenanism. God, Lexus drenched. Mm-hmm. He is a sweaty boy in this match. He was like he just saved three kids from drowning. Mm-hmm. Super Lex elbow. Oh man! Look at the height. So that was a when fantastic you were, elbow. When you were at this show, like yes, how, how I was, I was, were you for this match? I, I was I was asleep. I'm not gonna lie. During this match. <laughs> The kimono also doubled as a nice blanket, <laughs> and it was the snuggie of its time. Yeah, this was. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sure I was still. I, I I would suppose I was watching this. I don't think I'd have gone to like the, you know, the concession stand or anything. But now, what was I gonna say? Oh. It's gonna be flashbacks to Jake Roberts and Rick Rude from WrestleMania Four. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> well, that's. Spoiler alert. Don't. Tatanka gets a snake out. Is that how this ends? Don't ruin it for everyone. Well, it's uh, it's a spoiler for RD who missed this match live when he when he passed out and was. I was busy thinking about man that woman in the in the fourth row is really waving that. Tatanka foam dealy. <laughs> well, she's. That's Look a at woman? her. I think. <laughs> is that is that oh, Jackie from Roseanne? Oh, don't do that. That looked lewd. <laughs> I think it's Jackie from Roseanne. <laughs> Bobby Heenan number one sign. I I concur. Yep. My my that the whole reason that I ever uh, continue to follow wrestling. Bobby Hina, so the one and the only, and as Tom and I can attest from watching every Raw up to this point in the uh, in our series twenty straight episodes, the jump from Rob Bartlett to Bobby Heenan is like see how it's like horse like manure to ice cream. There to, you go. to quote Bobby Heenan, yes, absolutely. It's it's like going from being homeless to living in a mansion. But what's sad is that I genuinely thought that. He he was getting it near the end. Well, Bartlett, he just he wasn't a fit for the for what they what Vince wanted out of him. He's he actually is a funny guy. He's just not cut out for that role, and he was he, he wasn't going to thrive in the way Vince wanted him to be featured. He had like like five funny lines across thirteen weeks. These two look later. like they don't quite know what they're going to do oh, from little one move to another. These the super Don't macho do that. men. That, that woman in the fourth, third row may uh, <laughs> want to do that too. <laughs> I like that Lex. He whenever he drops the elbow, he either drops it into the chest or the tummy. Yeah, he always makes sure he makes contact. He wants to look good. Actually, I think that that woman that was lifting her shirt. I think she's gone. They may have ejected her. Well. It is a it's family show. 
I mean, them hacksaw groupies, you know, they're unpredictable. Is it fair to say she lasted longer in the crowd than Enzo Amore did the other week? Don't know. I see her. She was there. She was there. Yeah, who's the woman sitting on the steps of the blonde woman? Looks like she's that's Hulk Hogan. Make a move somehow. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the Federette. Yeah. She, she violated like the fire code by sitting there. It's uh, that seems unsafe. I like the dark tinted glasses grandpa in the front row. Mm, mm-hmm. Now that is just in case what? he wants to sleep. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who would take his grandkids and think, yeah, this stuff's fake. I could beat all the guys up myself. I could beat and those back two in my day when we... in no time. In my day, we had Dick the Bruiser and Waldo Von Erich and them were real men. They wrestled for an hour and they only did two headlocks. <laughs> the, um, 47 minutes long. The WWF, as I'm watching this, they must not have had a very good dental plan. Uh, during this time, because <laughs> Bam Bam, uh, excuse me, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, not good teeth. And if you look at Tatanka, his teeth aren't good either. Well, you're on the road so much; it's it's hard to stay, you know, properly hygienic. You're you're on the road all the time. Oh, you could buy toothpaste, surely. No, he needs like uh, braces. <laughs> Tatanka needs you braces. his teeth with a rope. <laughs> Looks like his tongue's in jail. Look at it. Oh, Actually, that is a good shout. That is a, that is quite teeth. a mouth. Well, it's they brought her the dentist a couple of years later. And now, of course, now he has he holds elected office. <laughs> oh, the tongue is fired up now. He's to tonkering up. His... Yes, he's uh, he's he's buffaloing up. He's he's buffaloed up. Hey. It's like it's like bowed up, but even tougher. This match has gone Kinda on for about nine hours, hours, hasn't it? I it, warned it does you. feel that way. I warned They could have given Hacksaw like four or five more minutes. Well, not... <laughs> no, no. I think Hacksaw had <laughs> like... the right amount of time. <laughs> no, no. I mean, if that was going to be his last pay-per-view match for... A long time. He should have gotten more, I think. I would have probably given uh, more time to um, looking at Hulk Hogan in the front row if we're going to give time uh, out somewhere else. How about to the fan with the black shirt? We could have gotten more time for that. That's true. Oh. I actually see, and it's unfortunate we can't pause this, There, <clears throat> as I'm looking at this, because I used to go, I mean, I went to this event, but I, in the early 90s, I was going to any major WCW or WWF show in the mm-hmm. region. So I'd go to Chicago, I'd go to Cincinnati, I'd go to Indianapolis, of course, I'd go to Dayton, Columbus, wherever. There were a couple, I don't know how to say this nicely, <laughs> women that were always at every show, and they were always dressed uh, uh. rather provocatively. Uh, and cool. they are actually in the crowd. I see them, but it's really hard to, to point them out. They're... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Does one of them have the poofy blonde mall hair? Yes. In the, and she's the sitting next corner. to another woman that has the same poofy blonde mall hair. Do they, res- do they resemble Kelly Bundy's friends? 
They're they resemble black. Kelly Bundy's friends. Yes. Yes, I, I, I do see that. They look like they're... Yes. Uh, yeah, one's wearing like a choker. Yes, I, I do mm-hmm. see them. They uh, Yeah. Big, big fans of Cinderella and Rat. Yeah. I'm sure she and went around and around. <laughs> and she may have been somebody's fool. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this match with the um, with the closed captions on, just in case I miss anything funny. Oh, and, why and it, did I not do that? And, and it has just gone one minute remaining, one minute remaining, and then oh, in brackets I'm it says yes. crowd cheering. I'd like to think yes. the two are connected. Thank you. I, I, I can't believe I did not have... That's my favorite thing to do whenever I'm watching on the WWE Network is to have the uh, have the closed captions on. Oh, that, that is, I, uh... I think I just saw Savage say nitty gritty, and that made me chuckle. <laughs> hey, can someone give me a time cue? What what time you're on? Well, if you have your closed caption on, we can tell you what it says. It says bell ringing okay. and a near fall. There it is. That's the time limit. So I'm on uh, fifty three forty now. Okay, I'm almost there. My if it first temporarily. Okay, I'm there. Uh, Howard Finkel is announcing right now <clears throat> on mine. Oh, well, okay. And this bout has been declared a 50, 15 minutes. That's too Lex long. Lex Luger channeling two. the ultimate warrior there with his rope shake. Yes, he's uh, always playing Bouncy Castle, one or the other. There's a guy uh, wearing a crown in the like fourth row. Uh-oh, Lex is... had to pay a ticket to get in? Yeah. Like it says, the caption was, I will fight for match, (laughs) but he actually said, I will want five more minutes. Why the crowd encouraging five more minutes? Why no, they? What are no, they doing? Why, no! No! Stop it! Oh, what, good why night. does the crowd want five more minutes? I'm, I'm confused now. Well, the crowd that well Lex said on the mic, "I want five more minutes." So the crowd started cheering because they've clearly got um, what's it called when you start falling in love with your captors? <laughs> what's the word I'm reaching RD, for? By this point, had you woken yeah. up? I, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was, um, I was probably awake because I was like, okay, we should be getting a Brett match again here soon. No pressure, Brett. Okay, so now but, uh, anytime in. you're ready to come back out, you you come back out, fella. So we're through the first round of the the, of the tournament. Thank you for the brackets. Mm-hmm. And Lee Luger L. has not Luger. gone through. Look at that bam bam getting a bye to the finals. I do like a cheeky heel bye into the finals in a tournament. Mm-hmm. So Bam Bam beat a draw. I have no idea who the hell that is because nineteen ninety three. There wasn't many draws in nineteen ninety three, was there? <laughs> hey that, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Joy Morella. <laughs> I like these. I like the face to face with two guys who are going to mm-hmm. fight. I think the Bret Hart Roddy Piper one is always the best one. 
Yeah, and, and they're arguing over whose dad was tougher. Mm-hmm. Which the which the answer to that is always Brett's dad. Like I, I know Larry the Axe Penning is, is is a pretty tough dude. Uh, I think Jesse Ventura once referenced how big his neck is. Still got an 18 inch or 28 inch neck or whatever it was he said that one time. That sounds unhealthy. But the answer always is Stuart. If it's not, he'll stretch you. He wants to go out there and have a wrestling match. That's what Brett said. As opposed to what? I, I don't know. <laughs> a paint-by-numbers contest. Oh, they're getting very chippy. Yeah, they are. Me and Gene's eyes still off. look a little bit crossed. He's had so some work seems... done since since Monday Night Raw started. He's had a bit of work done. Yeah, he. Yeah, he, he turned into like one of those frogs that you put like the uh, flashlight in their eyes, and all of a sudden you can you can bag them easily. <laughs> the one thing that has been very nice about this show is we're getting these little backstage interviews, okay? But they're usually pretty quick and to the point. Mm -hmm. And it's not like long, uh, drug out, uh, you know, uh, time away from the ring. Maybe Luger and Tatanka were supposed to go five more minutes, and that's why they're just stalling now. Like, like, uh... My dad's a better carpenter than your dad. Yeah, well, my dad's a better mason than your dad. Yeah, Tatanka and Lugu were meant to go half an hour, but they got bored and tired. <laughs> the timekeeper just went, yeah, that's my enough, dad's that's a enough, lads. Player than you. Yeah, Mark Eaton's just like, no moss, get him out of here. I can't believe him and Iris's kids are the B team. It's weird, isn't it? So you look at that. I mean, that, that we we thought that interview went a little long, but even then, I mean, it couldn't have been more than like a three minute interview. You know, I, I, how much would you kill for a three minute interview uh, in the middle of a uh, WWE pay per view these days? Well, it depends on who it is. Well, they haven't got time I mean, at all. They've, they've, like they've got a whole five that's... hours to fill. Oh, you're you're right. I mean, this is what's lovely about this, about this show. Two hours, 45 minutes, done. Like, it's it's about the length of an NXT takeover. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. Made the mistake of um, watching WrestleMania live at a pub this year, and that was like... I, th- I think literally it's the first time I've been to watch a wrestling show. As the sun is going down, I'm walking into the pub. As the sun is coming up, I'm leaving. And that's not even a lie. I think I tweeted Vince and said, <laughs> I... Vince, this needs to stop. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't understand the, their obsession now with with these, you know, uh, six-hour shows. I, I don't understand at all. No show should be six I mean, hours long. If they're being sponsored by the hour, something that'd be different. Yeah, it's just, it's so unnecessary. It's 
They got like four hours for WrestleMania, fine, but I got like two hours and 45 minutes for a basic show. I can live with that. It's why I'm an NXT fan now. Like, the last NXT TakeOver was four announced matches. Done. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, well, and you got a bonus match that was seven seconds. There you go. And I wasn't upset by that. It's fine. Wait, what, what, what was Brett complaining about there? He was, like, grabbing his boob. Um, purple nerf boy? I mean, he's grabbing his chest. Sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah, that's uh, that's frowned upon. Um, you notice Brett has his fingers taped up, selling an earlier injury. That's a nice touch. When Razor uh, attacked the hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Razor went... Razor went pseudo Pete Dunn on him. Really cranking that headlock. I found an old. Oh, this is unrelated. This match will this... go longer than Duggan and Bigelow. Do you know what this, this needs? This is the match that needs to go longer than Luger and Tatanka. Mm, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Because I think that the story is that in the second oh, round, the, the time limit is, is has expanded. I could be incorrect on that, but I seem to recall that was the story. Boy, that woman's standing up now. Keep the shirt on! <laughs> Watch it. It's funny that you mention um, you Pete Dunne, Justin. The other night, uh, I was sent some... YouTube videos of an old wrestling company back in like 2011 that me and a few of my mates put together. So it was just a group of us. We just like wrestling. So some of them were wrestlers. Let's do a wrestling show. So they were all in their own feuds. And we had people, we actually had people pay and come and watch it. And um, in this video, we've got plug in the show in the last 90 seconds. It's like, oh, and also uh, Pete Dunn is going to be competing against his brother, Damien Dunn. And it was such like a non-element. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, all of, us mates are wrestling. We're having these big feuds. Oh, by the way, Pete Dunn's doing an undercard match. Oh, there I am. <laughs> Just a nice little. Th- I can see you. I can see you. I didn't see Keep zooming. <laughs> Keep zooming. How would you feel, RD, if it kept zooming and kept zooming and went all the way into you? And your Homer Simpson glasses are on. And the camera face. hit Brett right in the head. <laughs> Something has happened to the left of the screen. I don't know what, but loads of people are suddenly looking left. Yeah. Maybe they're all mesmerized by the guy. By the sleeping giant in the kimono. <laughs> well, I to be fair, I'm on the... <coughs> I would be on the right. As I'm looking at this. Maybe they put you on the Tron. <laughs> Maybe they put you on the Tron. Yeah. Or they are very deliberately ignoring you. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you that's the case. It's quite off-putting because I want to watch Brett and Mr. Perfect, but I also want to know what's happening on the left. Because loads of people are looking left. It's, uh... Maybe they're watching the countdown clock so they can go, eh, all at the same oh, time. Oh, wait, I've Pittsburgh. never hated wrestling fans more than when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm kind of vexed by the two ladies in black up there. 
All the the uh, I mean, uh, yes, ladies, the ladies, yes, the elegant ladies. There's a lot of headlocks in this, but it's actually quite Ooh, an exciting headlock heavy match. The front row, yeah, or I mean, excuse it's... me, the, the ringsiders are a mustache-heavy uh, ringside. <laughs> yeah, this is 1993 when the mustache was unfortunately hitting its name. A must. Well, of course, your uncle being Burt Reynolds, RIP. You, know, you yes, understand the absolutely. value of a strong mustache? Yes. Is that guy in the yellow shirt Pedro? He does kind of look like Pedro. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I think it's Pedro. Bob back on the WF champion shirt. The greatest shirt ever. Now for this occasion, I should point out, speaking of shirts, that I am wearing the same shirt that Shawn Michaels was wearing when Perfect threw him through the windshield on that one roll. Is it like covered in blood and stuff? Uh, unfortunately, no. It's okay. a, it's just that one that Sean, I guess, got for free. The one that has the, the one that has the rockers and perfect and LOD on it. You just happened to be wearing that day. You got it. Yes, I got it. Oh, excellent! I know the one you mean. That is an excellent shirt. Indeed, it is. I had to have it. Perfect so far with the advantage. Oh, friendly bants. Here we go, letting him back in. Mm -hmm. Very courteous. Very courteous. <gasps> he puts the curtain courteous. Oh, maybe not. Shenanigans. Oh, he remembers SummerSlam. He remembers the Alamo. A little callback to the past. He remembers the vignettes he did with Felton Spencer and Wade Boggs. Those are two funny names when you really think about them too long. That's true, but, but Steve Jordan is not a funny name. No, Steve Jordan's. That was when he did the perfect pass with when he threw a 100 yard touchdown pass. Which was a tremendous vignette. All the Mr. Perfect stuff. Was really As was good. Steve Jordan's acting. Was he the one that looked at the camera and went, wow, that was really <laughs> perfect? It was like in slow motion where he goes, wow. <laughs> that one, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should do a, they should have Curtis Axel do one with Cam Jordan from the Saints, the sons of both guys. That one dude in the front row was really happy, the one that had hair like Terry Gordy. I'd be happy if I had hair like Terry Gordy, too. <laughs> Maybe it was Terry Gordy. <laughs> Terry Gordy was awesome. Why wasn't Terry Gordy in this tournament? He would have been great at it. <laughs> Got the Battle of the Bam Bams in the semis. Mm. Was he not Did in not go... still at this point? Or is this now long gone? He sh you know what he should do? He should World reach over and grab a In that case. Ooh, right the ice <laughs> man, that does look good. <laughs> Ask first right into the Pepsi. I was trying to read what it says on the actual 
box, but I couldn't quite read it. Brett selling the knee, or maybe he really did hurt it on that wild bump. Help him up, Savage. Jesus. No, because last time a former WF champion helped Bret Hart, he ran in the ring and took his belt. I don't think he trusts them anymore. I mean, Savage is more trustworthy than Hogan, don't you think? I like the perfect turn more heelish during this match. Perfect is so much better as a heel. So much better as a heel. Every wrestler Yeah, agreed. Is. Yeah, agreed. Every wrestler should turn heel. That was the Attitude Era, wasn't it? Where basically everybody turned heel. Yeah, yeah no. I don't understand why. I have never understood why they they used to count when guys would go up to the top. Was it, it wasn't illegal to come okay. off the top rope. No, because he, he had five seconds to get down. If he stayed up there, did he lose? Why? Yeah, is any is that was that ever a finish? Please <laughs> I mean, tell me yes, and please tell me what match it was. It it was it was um it it, it was Doctor Guido versus um Pat Rose and not Pat Rose Randy Rose on a Techno World Wrestling <laughs> in the quarterfinals of a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. Yes. Also, when Boris Chekhov faced um, El Tigre, that was the that happened on Techno World Wrestling. Also, same, same building, same, same show, actually. Up, oh, best perfect sell ever. Just make a, a a contorted face and look away after after having your plums smashed on the turnbuckle. Also, like that, I also like is in, and we're seeing it here. You one of the things that it really is takes me out of WWE matches now is you always see the folks in the mm -hmm. ring they will watch the ref count. It's it's mm -hmm. really weird. And yeah, when they turn you your head just subtly. Yeah, you don't see that, especially not with these guys. I mean, they've never done that, but um, you yeah, never see. Pros. You never see them looking at the ref, and, and that's what you see now. And I, I'm always like, that is so strange. Because as they watch the ref, you know, okay, well, they're going to kick out here. Well, that, yeah, that's – it does take you out of the match a little bit when that happens. Figure we also four. need referees jumping over people again. <laughs> the very like nimble Hebner there. there. <laughs> yes, sir. Reminds me of Harold Harris, that old referee, would just go jumping around the ring. Bronco Lubitsch would uh, not uh, jump. He would just fall to the ground. <laughs> Bronco Lubitsch would slap his hands very softly on the mat twice, but then, and then exactly on the throw when everybody was counting somebody down. Oh, Bronco. I mean, he had to have been the worst ref ever. There's quite a few uh, old uh, world of sports refs from back in the back in the 70s and the 80s that just wouldn't go down to count they would just stand there and point and go one nah two uh <laughs> justin well, is a bitch i i know that you are mr uh mr slideshow on some of your articles <laughs> have you ever done 
Have you ever done worst referees in history? Because if not, we just gave you a column idea. I have not yet. Mm-hmm. You may have uh, – I'll, I'll throw in Mal Mason, the guy that Jericho talked about in his book from the um, – what was that? It was – he was over in Europe in like 93 or 94, and it was this guy who – a referee who had his own entrance music, which was I'm Too Sexy. Oh, no. And he would jog to the ring to it. That's excellent. I you know, but what was that was funny because in the in the mid nineties everyone came out to that song. There are so many guys that came out to that song. Like every indie show had like four guys that came out to that song. It was like Welcome to the Jungle, but not quite. It's been a hell of a match so far. If you do the list on referees, just That's just for my own amusement, can you put in Jumping John Myers? I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Jumping if, John Myers. He's not a bad ref. Go- he's a lovely ref, but it would just be a nice rib on him if you did. <laughs> if Bronco Lubick I think Savage is not said the worst. Again. If Bronco Lubick isn't the worst, I'm never doing anything with you again, Justin. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Well, so I- if, if you're not going to put him as the worst, just don't do the column. Hmm. I guarantee you, we are the only people in history that watching a great match like this, this Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect match, are talking about Bronco Lubitsch. <laughs> well, it's I'm multitasking is what I'm doing. I'm appreciating this wonderful, wonderful match. But I can also talk about seminal figures in bad refereeing, sure. Yeah, this, uh, this, see, this is selling. This is why, whenever you guys said '93, I was like, okay, I, I know it has a really good uh, Brett uh, perfect match on it. Come on, he's in the ropes, ref. Come on, Earl. I like Earl Scrum Mr. Brett Perfect here. slapping his leg to try and make it work better. That's brilliant. Little things like that, I do like. <laughs> You know, if you, yeah, if you break the leg, uh... kids, don't just start smacking your leg. <laughs> That's how you get well, a feeling back in it. Well, that's what Seth Rollins does. That's what Seth Rollins does. He, he just does, punch your he? knee repeatedly, and then, and then you, oh, it's better there again. we go. Getting a little bit of it. I don't know what advantage that is. But... <laughs> it's like when... That would gain. It's like when the Fonz hits the soda machine and the soda comes out. It's kind of like that. Well, if if the next time Seth Rollins smacks his leg, if a soda comes out, or if someone just throws a Coke to him, a can of Coke like they used to do with Steve Austin. <laughs> they st- we start a new trend. It's called funzing. Back in 2000. <laughs> You punch something, something comes out. It's, it, you can do the Chamber of Horrors match. You can put somebody in the chair and it won't turn on. So Fonzie hits the cage with his fist and then they start frying Abdullah. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Both went hey, very wobbly. Well, because they're exhausted. They're in, in, in the midst of a heated struggle, as they should be doing. Right. Nice lifter there from Brett. 
Brett was just a master of subtleties. The more you watch his old oh. matches, especially in conjunction with today's stuff, you really appreciate just how brilliant he was. I appreciated it at the he time, that to be perfect. honest. That's, I didn't get the oh. subtlety when I was younger. I appreciate it much more now, though. Yeah, this match is awesome. How is the Manhattan great. drop, like, not an illegal move? It <laughs> should be a low blow. You bring your knee right into the guy's crotch. It should be, but no, he's hurting the spine. Allegedly. Yeah, of course, he's hurting the spine. So what move, of, what move right of doom is he up? Is, is he, he going to hit five right now? Is this the fifth? Oh, backbreaker. Here we go. <clears throat> see, we got backbreaker, middle rope, elbow, Russian leg sweep. What was the fourth one? Uh, Hadouken. He, he did a leg, dro leg drop. Oh, leg drop, and fifth one's the sharpshooter. Okay. There you go. There we go. He's going to the fifth. It's like the, it's like if the Garvin stop were a production number. <laughs> I think it's more amplified. Garvin's Garvin's five moves of doom was the stomp, the stomp, the stomp, the stomp, and the stomp. Yeah. Stomp and there the you arm, go. stomp well, you, the you, leg, we, stomp the other you leg, guys had, stomp the torso. You, you, had, you had mentioned Brett taping up his fingers. And now that's paying yes. off. Mm -hmm. Exactly. One match builds to the next. And there you go. Look, and and they, they, they've mentioned game. it on commentary, so that's nice. Oh, he didn't well, call it. He didn't say, now you're going to see a perfect plex. I don't think he's going to get it. You... you Kind of have to have that. Yes, you. It's like how Sean stomps before the super kick. If you don't stomp, it doesn't count. Oh, this right. move. Mm. The old Brett Dynamite spot. See, I, I honestly man, think. Oh, man. I think this match is better than the SummerSlam match that is so much more well-known. I, I will concur with you on that one. Because, per, you know... Because perfect in that match was very limited. Yeah, I mean, he, he, could, he couldn't do much movement, and, and here he's, he's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back then he was very compromised. He hadn't worked in like two months because of the back injury. He, did, he was noticeably... He was pudgy. Noticeably lethargic or... Yeah, he was. Great match. Yeah, just, just I mean, that is fantastic. Just, just great, 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 great match. See, and here you were telling everybody uh, how terrible this show was going to be. Well, it's... Don't uh, worry! It's not over yet, in for the... kids! <laughs> yeah, this was the, uh... This, is the, this was the long hoop spot. I like how Perfect is not immediately like being sportsmanlike either. That he's pissed off about losing. Because he, he should he's be. He's so competitive. He can't stand. Exactly. It's, it's something that uh. It's believable. It it's drama. I enjoyed the finish. The whole roll up, no turn mm -hmm. back, and that's it. I do think that might be the peak of the night, though. 
Although we've got Brett and Bam Bam. And, but I feel like, having never uh, seen this show before, I feel like Brett Perfect will be the peak of the night. Uh, well, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Bruce making it to the finals. It's so just... good to see. Congratulations, Bruce. And, uh, of course, had, had it been Ross Hart, it may have been a different story. I will say, had, had it been Brett versus Hacksaw, it would have been a much better show. Savage now throwing things. Have Brett and Hacksaw ent- ever had a match? I'm uh, sure they did. No, I'm sure they would have had to have. They were tag team partners at the 89 Rumble. That oh. they were. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hulk, you're looking to... great. <laughs> See, Hulk has nice now... teeth. He's got a big line exactly. down his face that Hulk... needs to be looked at. Good. It looks like Jimmy Hart's doing the locomotion. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is that is kind it's of... It's an interview with Art. I need, to, I need to have this as the gif of the week. <laughs> What is Jimmy doing? Actually, we said this the other day, and me and Justin, uh, RD, because obviously now Twitter, everybody uses GIFs, and I remember mm-hmm. you being the first person to actually introduce me to GIFs. Mm-hmm. You were yeah, a pioneer. I, I... What, what the hell is Jimmy Hart doing? <laughs> Jimmy he Hart's is. having oh, a seizure, or he's trying to calm a baby down. <laughs> no, he, he's finishing. He, he just... Uh... He put, he put his megaphone back in place. He was shielding himself with it. No, as far as gifts back and, and forth, stuff, I mean, that was, I mean, that was, that was kind of the thing. I think that's why WrestleCraft became popular back in the day because there weren't a lot of uh, places that you could get the images, uh, you know, especially in GIF form um, and, and the, the, the sound clips and everything else, you know, now you, you just go to YouTube, you see anything you want or, or here on WWE network, but back, back mm-hmm. then it was really, really difficult to find that stuff. So the one that stands out to me was always the Fantasio phantom wedgie that yes. he gave to uh, Tony oh, DeVito in 1995. Nice Cause I had never seen that before. I'd heard of Fantasio. But the slides is what introduced me to him, and I'm just wait. That was a thing. He pulled his underwear out of his singlet. Got you know Jimmy's what? Fired it, up here. Look at him. Well, Jimmy said something that I thought was very interesting. He just said he was born and raised in the U.S. of A., which is of course from Hogan's eventual WCW theme music, American Made. Ah, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Which was not a bad song, even though it was basically a derivative of of real of real American. I actually like it more than Real American. I know that's blasphemy, but... It, it is blasphemy. It's because it has that woman at the oh, beginning yeah. going, She's a man! <laughs> that's a woman? I thought it was like a little Richard-sounding guy. Come on, is you, it? you can't be Real I American. Know. I thought it was a bloke, actually. I never thought it was a woman. Okay. It's I a woman! A real, um... <laughs> I am a real American. I'm good friends with oh. George Zahorian. I am a... I'm sorry. Here's something that always bothers me. <clears throat> they very clearly say, this is for the World Wrestling Federation Championship, 
But inevitably, what, on on closed caption, it always says World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, it's like who are you trying to fool? Why did they not show me? <laughs> Just you going crazy as Yoko comes out. I love how we're establishing the Japanese photographers here. So at this point, RD, as Yoko's making his way to the ring, like, are you in the crowd Mm -hmm. with trash just losing your mind? And is everybody? Yeah, I mean, we we were so hopeful that you know he was going to he was going to win. We didn't think he was going to. I mean, make make no make no uh, mistake about it. We absolutely did not think he was going to win. Spoiler alert! (laughs) Yes, spoiler alert. Now, why don't you walk over and beat up the Hogan fan? I probably sh- I, I'm sure I ran into that guy. Is that Dave Meltzer <laughs> taking pictures? It could be. But what was the general reaction to people around you, like whilst you were stood there wearing a kimono? Uh, to get as far away from me as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Parkside Slasher. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think they thought I was you know going to open the kimono and there was going to be nothing underneath. <laughs> Holding up a side saying, "If Yoko wins, I strip." <laughs> I you know I once you know it's funny because you you say that I remember ages ago, you know the the because that was always a big thing that sign you know whatever you know if so and so does this you know we, we riot. riot. And there was one, they would always bring, remember the uh, famous um, Sabu Fierce Taz? It was Sabu Fierce Taz, right? Or was it Taz? It was Sabu Fierce Taz. I remember I took a, uh, yeah, I I took uh, during the uh, beginning of the Attitude Era, uh, Attitude Era, I took a sign to a Raw that said, Sonny Fears My Unit. And (laughs) she actually saw it and she just (laughs) shook her head no. She she did not, in fact, fear my unit, and in hindsight, I'm sure that is. I'm sure she didn't fear many units. Surely that was. That's her a terrible Hulk Hogan logo. It. What is that? <laughs> that is lastminute.com that, design. That is. That is like a TNA lettering from 2002. Wow, that's awful. Ah, oh, that's a lovely shot. You want that framed, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that shot. Yoko peering over Hogan's shoulder. <laughs> It's like, like those Godzilla. photos you can get where you've got like exactly. the guy sat there and then like the silhouetted face behind him. Mm-hmm. You think the Japanese photographers will play a role in this match in some way? I mean, it is like a lumberjack match. No, of course not. They're just there to take photos. They're there to capture Hulk Hogan with the trinket. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, he got in a lot of trouble then. Yeah. Tell the tell the people yeah, that are listening, a... because a lot of people may not know. Well, we talked about so it fill them a, in. a few okay. weeks back on this podcast. We did a whole bit about yeah, we did. it, and uh, it, yeah, the if you if this is your first time listening, uh, a few weeks before this, Hulk Hogan had been in Japan and he'd had the WWF Championship on display at a press conference, but he referred to it as a trinket or a mere toy in comparison to the grandness of the IWGP title. And uh, this is obviously years, you know, if, if this had happened in 2018, we'd have found out three minutes before it happened. But obviously, 
back then we didn't know for a couple of weeks and uh, it eventually surfaced and now we're going to see Hulk Hogan defend the trinket. What a treat. That was a toy it's, belt uh, just then. I was going to say, they, they may have been selling them as trinkets. Yeah, Christmas tree ornaments. That guy's not, that little child's not very impressed. No, because... Hey, get get used to being not impressed, kid. <laughs> the sad thing is, this was meant to be Hogan versus Bret Hart. Well, they were going to do Hogan versus Bret at SummerSlam. Oh, not, was it not SummerSlam? King of the Ring. SummerSlam. Ah, okay. But even so, that would have been nice with both men at this point in their careers. Yeah, absolutely. That's. But they faced Brett off in WCW and nobody saw it, so that's the important thing. Brett could have bounced around like uh, Shawn Michaels did for, for Hogan. <laughs> Actually, he couldn't. Yeah. I don't know that anyone could have bounced around like that. Oh, Shawn Michaels was a star in that match. That was hilarious. Ceremonial salt. Straight in the eye of of uh, Skinner at ringside, probably. Of Dave Meltzer at ringside. And Dave Meltzer. It did. He he had the Meltzer mullet. He really did. Mm-hmm. Either Dave Meltzer or the keyboard player from Journey. I never liked that that camera angle. Where they would always show Yoko's see. backside. What is it with WWF in the 90s? 93. I know. It's uh, the rotund buttocks of the Challenger. It's the anus cam. We don't need that. <laughs> well, they're emphasizing just how large he is. They could do that from the front. I guess it wouldn't matter. That wouldn't be so a you want to see his either. crotch? So you want to see... I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Yoko's in a Bronco Buster. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, Hogan has slimmed down to become more nimble and quick to beat Yokozuna in this match, and for no other reason. Just so we know, lads. For no other reason. <laughs> he has slimmed down for that reason only. Why would you want to... No, no Randy Savage just says down he looks keep 100 up pounds heavier. All he's talking about, he's talking about Yokozuna. My bad. No, they're definitely they they previously mentioned how Hogan has streamlined. To make... Why would you do that though? <laughs> because to make himself more nimble. To make himself more aerodynamic. But why would you want to do that against a guy that's so much bigger than you? What do you want to? <laughs> and that and that right there is the greatest is 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 the is the most ridiculous part of this all, in the fact that they've said on several occasions Hogan streamlined so he can outmaneuver Yokozuna. First thing he does. Big, big grapple in the center of the ring. Test of strength. <laughs> well done, Hulk. Great stuff. Give us a Hurricane Rana, mate. Go on. <laughs> well, it's... Hogan had to slow down to keep up with Muda. Of course, he won't tell you that. <laughs> and for no other reason. Six weeks ago, he was in Japan facing the great Muda at Wrestling Dontaku. <laughs> oh, one of the women has left. 
Everybody knows the great Muta was Samoan anyway, so it doesn't matter. He's going to catch Duggan before he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she liked that backside cam. <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 going back Are people to... headed for the concession stand? Going back to those women... Like a log jam on the stairs. We, we, have, we have mentioned... No, you have no idea. Those those girls were at, like, every show. And they were always dressed to the nines. I mean, I, 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 they, like, any show I was at, they were always at. Maybe they were, maybe they were stalking the deal. Do you know what? If they're, every mm. show you're at, there's, there's a connection. Mm-hmm. Did you ever interact with any of them? Uh, I believe... That the one girl had a Shawn Michaels tattoo. I could be I could be totally wrong on that, but I I, I would have sworn that she did. Are you are are you googling right now, Justin? Are you looking up skank with Shawn Michaels tattoo? I am not googling anything at the moment. I am busy being enraptured by this amazingly quick match because Hogan. He streamlined just for this match, so you figure, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're in for some Lucha Libre-style action from Hawk. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was Hawk Machine, so he's he's worn the mask before. We couldn't tell who he was. Right. And he would wear the mask again. I know Shayar has mentioned the deliberate pace, which is, you know, that makes sense. Try not the big man down, he can't do it. Hogan with this physique kind of looks like Dan Spivey. He kind of does. I've never Wives noticed are that until tonight. Is he kissing him? He's the golden boy. Yes. Because he, he loves him bunches and bunches. Yeah, this match is... Uh, yeah, it, you'd mentioned that you uh, thought that maybe the uh, Brett and Mr. Perfect match was... Uh, may wind up being the best match of the show. It, you know, we get this match next, so... And it's really weird they would have this match in the middle of the show. I mean, this is almost like this is almost like dead center of the show. Well, uh, well, not we quite figure dead like, center, but we got to figure like all the diners probably closed by ten o'clock in Dayton. So Hogan, you want to get a meal before after, as soon as right. he's done his match. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hogan with an eye rake baby face move. Well, Hogan, you, no wonder you're not body slamming him. You have your arm in the wrong position. I'm just trying to check him for a hernia. Hmm. Your prostate's good, brother. Yeah, this match is, uh, this match is, was, I, I remember it, the show not being enthralled with this match. Hmm. It was more hype during than this one too. Else. This is, uh. Yeah, they were held to a different standard back then by the fans. Well, I should, I should say fans had different expectations in 1993. 
the core audience anyway. Oh, look at the speed oh, of Hogan. Look. Nimble, nimble there Hogan. Oh, but the problem is he didn't have enough power because he was so nimble. Oh, hoisting by his own petard, brother. It is kind of a yin and a yang thing. It's more of a Oof. yang thing. <laughs> it's more of a Jimmy Yang thing. Hogan was the original young dragon. See, but there's Hogan's speed. You're exactly. mocking him. Look at him. He's, he's so much quicker. <laughs> he should have done the log roll like Warrior did at Halloween Havoc. Taking Yoko's pins out from under him. How does this compare, mm-hmm. match quality-wise, to Hogan and Andre? Hogan and Andre had more mystique to it, admittedly. Mm. Bigger crowd. It was, uh, like, I, I love both Hogan and Andre matches. This and the one from the, or Mania 3 and the one from the main event. I, w- I, was, at the, I, was, at, I was at the uh, main event one as well. Indianapolis, that's right. Yep. Well, Were the one with, the, with the double Hebners. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, were and, you wearing a kimono you know then as well? <laughs> I, I, I was not wearing a kimono. And, and what was interesting about that match, one of the things is whenever you are, um, when you're at the live event and you don't have the commentary, mm-hmm. like you lose a lot. Like I remember, um, I remember being at that show and everybody was just like, man, Hogan sure is a sore loser. <laughs> like you know, like no one knew what was going on because it, unless you were really close, you couldn't tell that the, the referees looked like twins. I mean, you couldn't tell because you did not have big. Uh, they did not have you know big screens showing you at that event. You're just like Hogan's beating up referees. What a jerk! I mean, that's <laughs> what everybody where... walked out like. It was, was kind of like when... obviously. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll say, what was it obvious that Hogan had his shoulder up on one? I mean, was that at least clear? Not really, no. Not really. I mean, we all walked out. We were like, okay, you know, Hogan lost. <laughs> and it, 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 because you're in the crowd. I mean, it was kind of like, it reminds me, I was at uh, WCW, I think it was WCW Sin, where Sid mm-hmm. broke his leg. Like, mm-hmm. we had no idea what was going on. We we're like, man, that's a really weird end of the match. I mean, because, you, you, you're, you know, you're, you're in the crowd. You don't know. And it was WCW, so you really didn't know. But, I mean, the, the, I the, the Hogan, yeah, Hogan-Andre uh, at main event, I mean, yeah, no, no one really knew. Well, where I was. I mean, I was in the nosebleed section. So. Chris, no one could text you from home. We didn't have the technology then. Like, well, like there's two referees. Did you see that? Oh, thanks for no, telling no, me. No, no, no. We had no no clue. Me and my buddy were there, and we just had no idea. We like, you know, it was very, very strange. The the problem with being so aerodynamic like Hogan is here is that he can't get out of this bear hug. Right. He's not well, aerodynamic he's so enough light. to fly. <laughs> see, he's uh, flat. Oh, man. The whole, the whole, his twin in the front row is is very much cheering him on. Can Hogan tag the twin in? They could that reenact guy the Hebner thing. 
a shame Dave Sullivan wasn't here yet. Eved. Mm. Yeah, that sure would. It is a shame. Because <laughs> it looks so much alike. Evac could have toured the B shows like Gallagher too, <laughs> and 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 face the other guy, the kids. It's Hulk Hogan, <laughs> belly to belly. <laughs> Hogan doing his impression of a marital aid. Oh, oh, here we go. Hell no, brother. He's to tunkering up. He's <laughs> like I've seen. I've seen this too many times. If Hogan started doing the war dance, I would crack up. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have thought by now, you would know, if Hogan's like this, don't punch him. Kick him in the balls. Just kick him full on in the nads. (laughs) Or just walk out. (laughs) It's like, I'm not going to (laughs) win. You. No. I've seen this movie. Don't punch him again. Okay, he's not going to get a chance. At this, at this point, I'm going to have years ago, Artie's having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I was not very happy. <laughs> I've seen this before. Yeah, it's mid-20s RD was not, it was not uh, joyous at this time. A third boot? No way. Not three. You're going to kill the guy. He's already dead. This could just be the rest of the match. No, no, he's gone down. I wanted Ah. the next 20 minutes just to be that spot over and over again. Yeah, this is where I was just like, oh, no. Oh my god! He was like, that was like an emphatic kick out too. Don't hit Fuji. What do you ever do to him besides rib you mercilessly? Get ready, kids. Get ready. Get that suspicious-looking photographer off the ring apron now. Is that the amazing Randy? It was not. <laughs> that was a great trick, though. That's right. Beat him with his own move. Yeah, you have no idea how happy I was. I, it, as sad as that Hulk Hogan uh, clone in the front row was, I was equally happy. I really want to think you two met up in the car park or something afterwards. <clears throat> we met at the Denny's. We, had a, we shared a moons over Miami. <laughs> and then you had a dance fight in the parking lot like West Side Story. <laughs> The Yokers and the Hawks. <laughs> so there it is, kids. Yokozuna, the two times WF champion. Hogan's crying. Do we ever find the identity out of the photographer? Harvey Whippleman. Not on camera, but that's who, that's who played him. But is it re- it's not revealed then that, oh, it was Harvey. Can't no. believe it. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I don't yeah. believe it was ever revealed. No, it was just supposed to be some random Japanese photographer. That's all it was. There's nobody ever Never thought to be revealed. it could be the same guy that ran GTV and lifted the briefcase at King of the Ring 99. <laughs> He's the one that threw the pie at Kevin Owens. Drove the Hummer, too. He is the ultimate yes. wrestling rapscallion. 
and this is where he debuted. He was also in the in the photos with Dusty Rhodes and uh, the baby doll had. <laughs> His real name is is Doctor Sidney Basil. He used to write articles on PWI. Sidney M. Basil, please, if you're going to do it, get it right. <laughs> I was trying to impress you with that one too. And this oh, is the I'm end of sorry. Sid- no, I, I apologize. It was Sidney Basil. And uh, Rita M. Buddha was the was the one that always wrote in. My my apologies. You got it, it, it happens, correct. It happens. He also um, I'm sorry. His real name is Scoop Sullivan. He had a cartoon based on him in WF magazine. The child doesn't care. Why they zoom in on him? Because he's he's perplexed. The indifference on the faces of these children. I wish they found like ten year old Ellis Emba back then. I showed him looking horrified. <laughs> Ellis horrified through the years. Hogan's, uh, yeah, poor Hogan got bronzer in Did his eyes. Did you see the Ellis Ember like picture that. that he had with The Undertaker, with The Undertaker doing the Ellis Ember impression? That was tremendous. Shouldn't Jimmy Hart have been able to catch that guy? What do you mean that's actually a good question. Who would win a fight, Jimmy Hart or Harvey Whippleman? Well, that's it, because Jimmy would kill Harvey Whippleman. But on this occasion, photographer Harvey was too powerful. Yeah, like, like he he gained power somehow by putting on that beard. It was like a some sort of Samson and Delilah kind of deal. Now, that is a sweaty man. I know Lex Luger was sweating earlier, but that is a sweaty boy. I, ho- I, I hope he had his muffler in. <laughs> You'd know because there'd be stains on the canvas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, re- they resemble the Japanese flag in terms of scope. I quite like the photographer hustle at the end of the match. <laughs> they were the original M&M, Yoko and Fuji. <laughs> Fuji's Molina and Yoko's is Yoko doing Morrison. the splits as he gets in the ring. That made me a bit sad. I hope he has his muffler in for that. I'm going to give Yoko Starship paint on the 2K game. Oh my gosh, please do. Just, just see if the rope breaks. He did the revival thing to the camera with the belt. Everybody stole from Yoko. I feed you a SummerSlam. Who the hell are you again? <laughs> oh, that's always a bit sad. Where it's like, we had a feud. Do you remember that time? No, I'm commentator now. <laughs> Perry's like, wow, Renee Goulet, you're looking pretty good these days. But how quick? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> but how quick we move on from Hogan? Like, that's done now. Say, exactly. King of the Ring tournament. Let's crack on with that. Poochie's dead. <laughs> King, King of the Ring tournament with the guy that already lost and is out of the tournament. Yeah, it was a Coliseum exclusive. Coliseum video is important. Hey, look who it is! It's uh, Shawn Michaels and the oh, guy yeah, who we've we still got the IC title match. Now, now, had you guys have been watching the shows? Now, had it had uh, Diesel made an appearance yet? Yes, on last week's show. Okay. It was the day after Sean beat Marty for the belt, and and that was how they established him on camera. In Don't... fact, as I pointed out on the podcast, three days before Sean got the belt back from Marty with Diesel's help, Diesel wrestled his last match in WCW as Vinny Vegas, losing the Van Hammer. 
Actually, what was what was sad is my buddy and I saw Nash on his way into the building. And we go, hey, Vinny mm-hmm. Vegas. <laughs> and, 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 and Nash literally went, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> it was really weird. I'll never forget that, you know. Very strange. Oh, uh, look at Sean. Yeah, yeah. Back when he had hair and two normal eyes. <laughs> Back before Nash turned into uh, Malcolm McDowell. How does one go bog-eyed? Um... Well, let's see here. Can, I mean, because I, because obviously it's just dawned on me that actually, yeah, his eyes used to used to be all right. Like, how does that happen? Well, does it like a do you get knocked in the head and the one wanders off? I just, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm it was just a mag- curious. It was a tragic uh, mishap involving a magic eye book. <laughs> he was trying. To- <laughs> he just kept staring <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I finally saw the elephant. Oh my god, what happened to you? Just as I found the elephant in the magic eye book, I was jumped by 27 <laughs> sailors. And the eyes have stuck ever since. Marge beat me with her police baton after I after I missed her jump the ramp on the car because I was looking at the magic eye book. Now, the, now here, here, here we go. The, the cowboy fraternity. The, the billing of this show confuses me. So, like, why why is the WWF title match so low down the card? Because <laughs> Justin way. explained it. I missed that bit. Hogan Hogan had to go to Denny's. <laughs> oh, right. That was you said. <laughs> or, or some diner that closed by ten. <laughs> you know, we talk about how <clears throat> shows should not. Um... You know, WWE shouldn't have these six-hour shows, but we had that mm-hmm. that uh, title match. You know, do we really need to have this match as well? What a, what a fantastic uh-huh. combination this is, by the way. <laughs> I would love to have the 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 backstage meeting where these two <laughs> teams decided we need to join forces. <laughs> well, the. They did a bit on Raw before this. It was it was okay. a, they called it a, it was a tag match of IRS and Fatu against Billy Gunn and Rick Steiner, and they had their respective partners at ringside. And just for a, a bit of did they know, explain what why? Are you me for? Did they explain how no. these two teams decided? You know what? We should really get together now. Like the Smoking Guns and you know uh, the Steiners. Okay, you know they're two good guys. You know, they all speak the same language and everything. I, I just don't understand how the Samoans and Money, Inc. decided, you know what, let's tag up. Let's team up. Well, what happened was Fatu and IRS decided, you know what, our kids are going to have the tag belts in 25 years on, on WTV, so maybe we should you know, get to know each other now. I like to think this is where uh, Ted DiBiase decided these Steiners they're they're good didn't he ma- didn't they manage didn't he manage the Steiners in WCW for a cup of coffee he certainly did am yes. i imagining that yes. that happened in 96 97 98 actually yeah so i'd like to think it's because of this match that he was like you know what i remember back at the Nutter Center in 1993 mm mm-hmm. mhm 
You really impressed me there, Scotty. <laughs> I just think it's funny that we have two guys in this match in Billy Gunn and Fatu who have become known for their asses. In another era. They could have been a tag team. Yeah, the ass and ass connection. The ass men. Yes, that's that's true. They're we are ass men. Bah, bah. Yep. I mean, like imagine having having like a DeLorean of some sort, some sort of time, of time traveling device, and going back to this point in time and telling Fatu, in six years you'll be wearing a thong, and you'll be rubbing your ass in people's faces, and you're gonna be so over when you do it. Like, when what, you dance. Like, what was that? That, too. It's, I, I often wonder, what like, what was the meeting like when, like when they sat Fatu down and said, okay, you're going to wear a thong? Like, mm-hmm. like, what did he say? Like, what could that have been like? Or when he, when he told Hector, oh, you know, put, put this turkey head on. Like, what was that meeting like? Well, I mean, they, they there told... must just be a lot of nodding and agreeing. With if Vince is involved in the meeting, just a lot of nodding and agreeing. Yeah, sure, okay, that's fine. I'll get paid. Pay me, <laughs> Drake Maverick. Tony you're gonna piss your pants in the ring. All right, okay, let's do that thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not gonna kill my job. career. <laughs> <laughs> or they bring a Tony Anthony and here, hold this plunger. <laughs> uh oh. Erwin in. I really want to just get the typewriter going every time I see him. That's some heavy elbow padage he's got on there. Yeah, he's um, he's covering up uh, uh, a. Covering up some charisma. (laughs) He's a tattoo of Sister Abigail on his arm. He's trying to cover it up. (laughs) Daughter Abigail, you mean? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Is is that the weirdest father-son combo in wrestling, IRS and Bray Wyatt? Like, you, you barely see any resemblance between them at all. Is it, uh, like, at least IRS and Bo, you kind of see it. Are they, are they the only father-son combo to feud with The Undertaker in separate instances? Ooh, good, good point. I'm just pondering that now, and I'm... I'm... I could be very wrong. You might be right on that one, actually. I, I, Vince and Shane. I gotta think about that one. Vince and Shane. Okay, yeah, there's that. That's, that's a good shout. Vin- Vince and Hunter. <laughs> Vince and Hunter. No doubt, Triple H's and child Hitler. and Undertaker <laughs> will feud at some point. Aurora. Undertaker and Aurora will will have a WrestleMania moment. But is Alpha doing the hustle? I hope so. It's all gone quiet on the um on the on the Lou thing, hasn't it? The Lou Albano thing. Because a couple of weeks ago on Raw, Lou Albano just randomly turned up on commentary. And just yeah, oh, I'm just right, here man. just to do commentary Uh-oh. and then the head shrink just came <clears throat> okay. out. I think I think I we're showing catching. this is why they're together. Okay, thank you. They must have heard me complaining about it. Twenty-five years later, he's saying, "Look, I got this this briefcase of money." Okay, acceptable. But last week, last week, 
IRS gave Arthur some money, and Arthur ate it. Well, maybe he's hungry. (laughs) Denny's is closed now. (laughs) Hogan's already there, crying into his sandwich. I think IRS or Arthur's establishing he's going to catch that on Yokozuna later on and become WWF champion. Actually, RD, RD, you might not get this link, so bear with us. Justin, you'll know where I'm going with this. John, Photoshop, Hulk Hogan, crying into a Denny's. (laughs) Preferably a sandwich. (laughs) And John will hear this because John is the With a dragon in the background. Thank you. John is a wonderful friend of the show. Go, Billy. Basically, every time we go on Flights of Fantasy, John photoshops it. So now we've just started shouting requests out. So John will crack on with that. The great John John. (laughs) Eiley. Thank you, John Eiley. The most most LSD-centric thing you could think of, John will photoshop it. (laughs) He'll do a damn good job of it. (laughs) I walked past him the other day. I never told you. Oh, did you? Because... He, he he lives around the corner from me, as it turns out. And I was going out for a walk in the morning, and he tweeted me saying, you've just walked past me. I was like, no way. He oh, should have said, you just walked walk past me. Here's a Photoshop of us together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it's just a selfie, and you're in the background. With what? a dragon. <laughs> well, Billy Gunn's dead. Ah, uh, well done, Billy. He basically does. He, he just, like, goes the hold randomly. Why? Hmm. This is very undeviasi-like. Billy Gunn's son is now a wrestler. Is he? And has taken on the the caveman surname. Gunn. Wow! What what oh. what a horrible ending. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> well, we're pressed for time. <laughs> so just a random small package. Steiner just launched yes. IRS into the into Uh-oh. Denny's. <laughs> Yep. Go ahead and get out of there, Alpha. You got your dinner. Get to Denny's immediately. Cash it in, Alpha. Cash it in. <laughs> Cash it in. Yoko, get out of here. <laughs> I, I want a head shrinker Seth Rollins theme song mashup. <laughs> Just Seth Rollins music with the with the burn it down plus some uh, jungle sounds. John. Do you- <laughs> <laughs> no, John, John's Photoshop. John. John's Photoshop. <laughs> Savage is furious now because he, like, why did you guys go home too early? <laughs> There's supposed to be another heat segment. Supposed to do the extended Rock and Roll Express formula, but no. What's what's on his desk there? I see it's his hat and a cup. Oh, it's his hat. It's his hat, isn't it? I thought it was like a, oh, like a holder Tony. of some sort. <laughs> Good, Tony's here. And now it's official. Tony, sort it out. <laughs> For winning the championship, I give you this green door. <laughs> <laughs> the green door of hope. <laughs> it was a very prestigious green door. <laughs> It matches my suit. I can stand next to it. And nobody will see me. <laughs> One time, Mr. Fuji ribbed me by feeding me my own cat. It is my decision that the cat was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Furthermore, <laughs> that is a 
That was a menacing camera shot. Unequivocally. <laughs> Furthermore, this green door is on loan. This green door is collection. delicious. Starts <laughs> eating the Ghost door. Of cat. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wait. They have Jack Tunney in the room, and they're letting Mr. Fuji do all the talking. That's so wrong. Get Tunney Spin in back there. around. I like to... Although I like to think that they have... They have... They, I like to think they flew Jack Tunney in, right, for this show. Mm-hmm. He literally said, like, two sentences and stood around like a statue. <laughs> but I guess that's what he did at well, like every uh... show, right? Well, I mean, his, they paid for the, I'm sure for more money he would have said more, but you know, you you pay the minimum appearance fee, then you know, he gives you two sentences. And the stoic face. You gotta is, pay more for the livelier Tony. Is it like a tiered Tony. price plan for Jack Tunney? You pay a low amount for him just to stand there. If you wanted to say words, you yeah. put money on top. He was you have, you have no idea how original... sad I am that Jack Tunney is is no longer with us because Imagine the lines at like Starcast or Wrestlecade or anything to get your picture with Jack Tunney. And he would have released an autobiography by now called Furthermore. Oh, yes. Or a po- he'd know he'd be doing a podcast, wouldn't he? Be doing a bloody podcast called Furthermore with Jack Tunney. I'd like to have the audiobook of Jack Tunney read by Jack Tunney. <laughs> I would like to have the audio book of, like, uh, Reaganomics or uh, anything read by Jack Tunney. How, Howard Stern's Private Parts? Read by Jack Tunney. <laughs> she was quite stacked. Furthermore, my wife had no She was unequivocally stacked. Madonna's Sex. Read by Jack Tunney. It is my decision that I like my vagina. <laughs> Furthermore, oh, that is therefore unequivocally. <laughs> oh, jeez. But, but yeah, Jack Tony. I mean, Jack Tony was the original Patreon because he had to pay more to get to get certain features. <laughs> right, right. The hundred dollar plan gave you a lively Tony who who played the Antient Revolution with you. Two hundred dollars will get you. Never mind, John. John, get, get Photoshop over. <laughs> you know what to do. And now we got three mullets, so I'm happy now. This is quite the battle of who has. Oh, and is uh, is and Mike Kyoto's back in the ring. It's four. Oh wow, the mullet it's count is mullet high. Fest. I don't know. I whenever Crush was coming down to the ring. I didn't think anything could. This is this is a battle. RD, I'm going to ask you to pin your flag to the post. Best mullet in the ring right now. I I I gotta go with Crush. I gotta go with Crush. This is a little longer, a little frizzier, a little more. You know, like I almost think his mullet is like acid washed. Just the mullet bit and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, same question. Pin your flag to the post. Which uh, which is your favorite mullet? I, I'm going to concur with RD. I'm going to go with Crush as well. 
It's uh, Crush always had great hair no matter the era, whether it was Chronic Crush, where we're like sil- like silky smooth, or even the mullet hair because because he rocked that thing. Isn't it funny how the name Crush like every... has stayed all the way through? Like every WWE incarnation mm-hmm. he had, he was always Crush. Yeah, there was Demolition Crush, Surfer Crush, Evil Japanese Crush, Prisoner Crush, Nation Crush, DOA Crush, Tartar Control Crush. <laughs> um, it's just so it's just bizarre how that name always stuck, and and in so many of no, the gimmicks, didn't. it didn't really make any sense. Well, I mean, it's just he's a big guy who beats you up, so being called Crush is kind of a cool name. And he did have hair like every white NFL defensive lineman from the early 90s. <laughs> Although Nash with the uh, the gel top and the mullet back, that is, that is a nice look. But Crush is, uh, is like way ahead of his time as well because you know how women today, they'll like have their, if they're a brunette, they like to have it like, Part brunette and part blonde, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. And, and Crush is kind of doing that, you know, twenty-five years prior. I'd like to think all the women in the world saw this crushed man and thought, "That's the hair I should have." <laughs> That's the coloring wise. <laughs> but they all need to have like day glow outfits in order to really, you know, complete the package. I do love, I do love, I do love Crush's uh, outfit. The colors like that is like Mm -hmm. so amazing. It is like he's paying tribute to the Phoenix Suns and the Minnesota Vikings at the same time. It is definitely a, that is definitely a 1993 color scheme. Oh, yeah. It needs to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like how when they made the, the Charlotte Bobcats into the Charlotte Hornets because they knew how popular that merchandise was back then, the turquoise and the purple. Mm-hmm. They started selling it again. Yeah, bring that stuff back. <laughs> I mean, to me this look should always be in style, but maybe I'm just... I mean, just, this could uh, be the optimist. look of the new XFL teams. Yes. Oh, did you? The, the, the uh, Chicago we... Crush. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. Uh-huh. And and the San Antonio Cross dies. I saw I saw you announce that today. That was one of the first when you shared it on Facebook that the first XFL team has been announced. Oh, yes. I, I had not seen that. It's it's going to be St. Louis because they no longer have an NFL team, obviously. So Vince is trying to capitalize by putting a team in a market without it without without it. Is currently without a team, so you figure San Diego is going to be next. Uh, probably New York because they haven't had a team in a few years. Hey, oh, so do, do they have the <laughs> mascot name for St. Louis? Uh, not yet. It's uh, okay. It's just it's just been it's just been established that, that there is going to be a team in St. Louis, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I mean, you got got a strike where where it's football starved. You figure uh, Columbus, Ohio, maybe. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> well, it depends after Saturday. We're recording this before Ohio State's uh, big game versus Northwestern, and go Northwestern. By the yeah, time I suppose. Sure Ohio the, State the, will have crushed them. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, no pun intended. Um, so I guess they, they, I, I yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, Columbus wouldn't be 
because they they do have the Buckeyes. So, yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, uh, that other league just to get everyone's way off topic here. That other league that that Dick Ebersole's son is heading up the AAF that's starting in in the spring, or the like February or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're doing it like a lot, a lot of like southern and western cities that are that are without NFL, like like Birmingham and Memphis and so I mean just like college football towns. I think it makes sense. Right. There's no pro team. But back on topic. So is, is the AAF another American football league that's starting up? Yes, the Alliance of American Football, which is starting this February. So we're going to have potentially three football leagues going at once. Oh, jeez. That's, that's going to be... And awesome. college. And college yeah, Plus football. college. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah. But it's not like they're different lot, divisions, are they? Like in, in, in English football, where you've got like the Premiership and then you've got League One, League Two, League Three, oh. but they're all under the same umbrella of the FA. These are no, all like competing. separate you, bodies. Well, I mean, yeah. in, in theory, they're competing. <laughs> oh, It's jeepers. basically like two X. It's like two What's interesting? a lot, two doinks. What's interesting here is we always think of Nash as being so tall, but whenever Crush was uh, there with him, he was almost as tall as him. I did not remember Crush being quite that big. I, I think he was billed as being like 6'8", wasn't he? <laughs> Damn. Bonk, bonk. Those shots look nasty. Like, those post shots were horrible. Mm-hmm. This shot of him <laughs> splaying all over the place is <laughs> horrible, too. That's not very nice. <laughs> we're, we're manually making everyone forget about Hogan one shot at a time. Look at that. Stop. Long gone this point. Close your time. legs. <laughs> just, just put a hat over it or something. <laughs> Where's Skinner Man gone? Get, okay. to Get your hat over here. <laughs> Throw his hat like James Bond would do at the beginning of the movies. <laughs> Get that Tatanka mud flap thing for the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean's carrying crush more ways than one. Wee. Crush is <laughs> crush is just motionless. Dead. Oh, yes, unfortunately. That would have been quite an aggressive finish to have banged his head into the ring post so much that he's just out. <laughs> I'm just gonna say something real fast on my my closed caption here. They abbreviated count out by putting CNT, and I thought it said something else. Because mm. so, like, well, his legs were open. It did kind of. Uh... <laughs> Somebody closed captioning does not like Crush. Punt out with your. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyhow. I think Nash should bring that look back, the jeans with the rhinestone coat. That is a strong look. Mm. That is. It's, that's a look that screams, I love bad Stallone movies. There's a lot of strong looks <laughs> in this match. It's, 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 it's an all-out assault on the senses, really. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need a close-up sure. that, that close of Kevin Nash ever, ever, ever again. I bet he's glad he well, shaved he his thinks... sideburns a bit. That looked nice mm-hmm. and neat. Mm-hmm. Again, Mr. Burns won't fire him from the team. <laughs> mm. 
It's amazing that two men involved in this match were Crown Jewel, Sean and the referee. Wow. I was going to say, what's, what was Crush doing there? I think he's he's got about six feet to go, isn't he? <laughs> it's, uh... I, I think Sean should have the mullet with the bald head. Oh. A skullet. Yes. It's yes. a comedian over here uh, by the name of Bill Bailey who's got a similar affliction where like he has got like long hair at the back he describes it as an egg with a shower curtain behind it <laughs> <laughs> yeah sean needs that that's be a great look for sean <laughs> him bold makes me nervous i don't like it Blood. yeah it's very very bothersome <laughs> got sean flu that was amazing it's uh i think you're sean gonna get like it 10, again like 20 feet so. <laughs> We blew the spot. Let's repeat it. And this time, Sean's like, just, just put me down gently. Oof. Oh, that was not gently. That was almost an Ace Romero pounce. <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> that was almost like a, a stage dive moment when the guy on the stage just thrifty one into the crowd. Like like Van Damme and Spike. Question: Don't look around, mate. Ah, oh, there you go. I was telling Tom on, on an earlier podcast, I think what would have got the cranium crunched over would be if they took Jesse Barr and put him in a match with Crush as, as, as a prelim guy and have Crush squeeze his eyeball out of his head. A la Jason Voorhees. <laughs> that would have been the greatest thing ever. That would have been, been great. People would have been afraid of Crush. And then they could have I mean, sold like eyes at the concession yeah. stand. I mean, at the, at the gimmick stand, not at the concession stand. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like spaghetti and eyeballs. I also think you could have gimmicked <laughs> Doink in some way that when he squeezed Doink's head, green goo did come out. Mm-hmm. I think you could have gimmicked that in some way. That looked amazing. The kid in the purple tank top just had a big yawn. He's not impressed <laughs> with this match. He's not having a good day. He's just mad because him and Crush wore the same outfit. Well, one of us got to get changed now. It's not going to be me. You do it, big guy. Uh-oh, he's crush is going up. He's going to do the... Uh... All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's the lad. Or the zero. Yay! There's Skinner. I mean, there's Doink. <laughs> <laughs> I love the walk. It looks creepy. They're so happy. This is the best doink with a cigar on the go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just brilliant. Oh, amazing. I love the march. It's it's kind of eerie. <laughs> that is brilliant. This is the best part of the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, what a finish. Super kick to the back of the head. His head hits the buckle. He falls back. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's up again. What? Okay, that didn't hurt at all. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely no soul. He was too busy being perplexed by. Just popped oh, right up hurry. like he was Road Warrior Hawk. <laughs> well, that was something. Well, Shawn Michaels is at least well, something that he was in a tough match. That was, you know what? That was the truest statement we've had all night. That was something. <laughs> that was, that can very much be described as a thing that happened. 
I'm more per- I'm more perplexed by the doink train. <laughs> not, Needs to not make the a doink. comeback. <laughs> Came with a starter hat in the crowd. There's a sign of the times. We need more uh, interviews with people looking like it's in a bathroom. <laughs> in, in front of a no smoking sign. Always classy. I'm here by the diaper changing station with Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> it's the family restroom. Up. <laughs> I'm here by the novelty condom machine alongside Bam Bam. Guys coming in and out, put, putting their quarters in. We have spinny graphics. We upgraded the production. Oh, there I am. I see you. I see you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wake up, RD. It's the main event. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the show so far, Tom? Have you seen it for the first time? I'm The one thing that strikes me is, is the match order. That's the first okay. thing that struck me. It's nice to see the King of the Ring get so much prominence in the fact that it's the main event. I I believe this is the only year where the finals went on last. But you know what? It hasn't been as, as shockingly bad as I expected it to be. Just I mean, wait, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait. Oh, gosh. You catch up with us next year or, God forbid, the year after that. If we're doing this a year from now with the 94 show, we have to have audio, or at least close captioning on. Because it, ooh, it's a doozy. 94 was the, uh, we won't say it for spoilers, but I think I know which one 94 was. Let's just say, let's just say that, the, that the guest commentator. Someone yes. Hey, this is, what the hell is that yeah, the, the guest commentator um, made his fellow commentators turn heel. One by one. Oh, I don't know that I would say they. I don't. I don't know. I'd say they turned heel. <laughs> it was a betrayal on the level of Benedict Arnold, and it happened twice. Your your definition of heel and mine are completely <laughs> different. It's like you're talking to Vince, isn't it? <laughs> the best part of that show, which which. I could say this part because um, it's it's not on the show, but on the pre-show, Todd Pettengill was interviewing the governor of the state of Maryland and asked him who his favorite wrestler was, and he said Hulk Hogan, who had just signed with WCW, so Todd caught him off. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs> I mean, you never want to – you would have thought they would have learned from that because, <laughs> you know, years later, they asked Mike Tyson who his favorite wrestler was. Bruno Sammartino! Yep. <laughs> exactly. I love Fitz's reaction. Yeah, all right. This is a great start to the match, by the way. Like, it immediately, Bam Bam, who is fresh as a daisy, just charges at Brett, and they've just gone straight for it. Yeah, trying to catch Brett while he's still exhausted, knowing that Brett's been through two grueling matches. And Bayman had the fight of his life against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> and, and hasn't wrestled in like an hour and a half. Well, well, to be fair, he hasn't wrestled at all because he, he, he faced Hacksaw earlier. <laughs> well, there is that. 
as, as Bobby Heenan once, once said, we thought that taking a shower is a high-risk move. <laughs> you know, it's funny because Brett was actually the reigning king of the ring because he, he won the untelevised 91 tournament. And in the first round, in 30 seconds, he beat Pete Doherty. So it gives you the Not... idea of the level of... Oh, jeez. Brett just thudded. That looked nasty, just hoying him out of the ring like that. Yeah, Brett didn't like, 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 he didn't visibly like brace his fall or, or anything. He kind of just fell straight down the way, the way he was. You know, speaking of match order, <clears throat> and and we had discussed that a little bit earlier. Um, I kind of question the, the 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 match order here. Is I, I guess it makes sense because. You want to go in with the idea that that Bigelow, you know, is rested, is fresh, but part of it is, I mean, the this match is good, as I recall, it's it's quite good, but I mean, it is nowhere near what the perfect Brett match was. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, if I had the star rated, which is totally subjective, I'd go like four and a half for Brett Perfect. This is like a mm-hmm. solid three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not over yet. Aren't you a little... Well, it's... Oh, but, it's... but this is the match that Spoiler, you wanted in the finals for storyline purposes. It's just like the, the chap who has fought every single match and they've been hard-fought matches and then you've got the monster who's had a good hour and a half to chill. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's real basic wrestling storytelling one-on-one and I like it. Mm-hmm. I guess this is better than when Junkyard Dog ha- didn't Junkyard Dog have a have a buy in the wrestling classic. He sure did, and he once he counted his own pinfall on Moon Dog's spot, and he let it stand. That was the greatest tournament ever because it made no sense. <laughs> Spotty should really, you know, be at WWE offices like now. <laughs> I think Spot has since passed on, unfortunately. I didn't even know he was sick. Hey, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, Spock could have been like the original conspiracy victim, like Jericho. Oof, nice back suplex. It looks like Brett has a shiner too. Brett is cream crackered because he's got a bad hand. He was limping to the ring. His face looks bruised. Did you say cream crackered? Cream crackered. <laughs> I am totally using that. I, I suggest everyone who's listening to this, sometime today, you must use that as a. And that wasn't that was a verb. Cream you turned cracker. that into a verb. That was very impressive. <laughs> it comes I mean, from knackered, so that's that's the. This, I'm not just naming food <laughs> to describe things. We only we we, we only save <laughs> we only save inanimate objects as verbs for for when we're getting drunk. But you have I mean, no I've idea used... how how hungry I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've used cream as a verb, but that's a different context. <laughs> Don't use that. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume at this point in the show, RD, you were pretty much really pulling for Brett to win this tournament. I was, an, I mean, I was a huge Brett Brett fan. It was before I met him. I, I was less of a Brett fan after I met him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was a huge Brett fan. And Brett, I mean, you know, just watching it, and you've mentioned it, 
I, he had the little nuances and mm-hmm. everything in the matches, especially night. I mean, it all made sense. I think the other thing that no one ever talks about is his punches just looked awesome. He threw the best punches. The way he stepped into them, just right. the way he swung the ant the, the hand. Right. Yeah. I was always a big fan of Razor's punches. Yeah, his his punches were good too, but I, I would give it I would give the nod to Brett. Yeah, Brett's definitely. That's the way. I think Joey Morello there, but had his fist balled up. It was kind of like doing like a little shuffle, because because even he's selling the action. Mm. Let's not sleep on Bam Bam Bigelow, who I think is in, in incredible form in this particular year. Like one of the most, I do believe they could have used this guy near the top of the card. I mean, obviously, he's in the main sure. event of this, but like, what is Gene doing? <laughs> just watch and him shaking his head. No, he's out. Why the is Jack Tunney not out there? Shouldn't he be overseeing that? No, he he's already done his two lines that he was. Oh, that's two. right. Because he brought him was, out on the cheap. Yeah, it was a lean year at WWF. Yeah, the um the trial version expired in it, and they haven't upgraded mm-hmm. yet to the full Tunney package. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You got ninety three hours like AOL. In no, the I, was, I was just going there. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking we're getting the Jack Tunney uh, three and a quarter inch disc. If I was on, if I was on that three side and of the a half garbage, inch, three and a half inch, please. If I was on that side of the garbage and Bam Bam came flying at me, I think I'd crap myself. That's uh, that is not a pretty sight. Point of the elbow right to the back. But yeah, watching Bam Bam now, you you see that sort of like Samoa Joe quality where he's a big mm-hmm. guy who can do so many different things, and he comes off as dangerous no matter what he's doing. Unless he's doing because... that terrible cartwheel that he would do as a baby face. I always oh, hated yes. that. I mean, it wasn't quite up to the level of how much I hate, like, um, ouch. Ah. <sighs> It was it was not up to the level that cartwheel wasn't up to the level of how much I hate like that Bray Wyatt has like an LED lantern, but oh, yeah. it's close. <laughs> but it's a regular lantern when he's backstage, but then it's a uh, it's an LED one after he makes his entrance. Right, so it, which makes entrance. no sense. I've never understood that. Your WWE, you could make something that looked like an actual fire. <laughs> And I still can't believe they let Bam Bam Pigolo. Yeah, this is just hateful mm. mongoloids. Oh, look who it is. It's Tom's favorite. Hey, I love Luna. We all love Luna. Ah, oh, amazing she, scenes. She, she was she was a very, very nice woman. I, I worked a so, few indie shows with her. She was, she was totally unlike her character, I assume, then. Uh, she actually kind of had the growly voice like her character. Very strange. Maybe it just, kinda, maybe it just settled that way mm-hmm. after so many years of doing it. Yeah. It's like, you ever watch a promo that Savage did in the 70s, but like before he adopted the Pamperoaf, um voice? Mm-hmm. He's like, it sounds much more high-strung and a little more uh, soprano-ish. <laughs> Is it just... It, but it, he trained his voice to have that growl to it, and it just stayed with him. 
Did you have any? Did you ever work any stories with Luna RD? Uh, I did not. No. Because oh, see, you guys didn't remember with. that, did you? Well, that's you it. Bam Bam won the king that, of the ring. No, what? Bam Bam's the king of the ring. You didn't know that? What's a? Uh oh. They're going to start pu punching each other. Oh, they've, like the dusted They've dusted it. They've dusted it. That's BS. I mean, where, where was Hebner at when Hogan got hit with fire? That is a good yeah, question, that is, actually. Yeah, that is, that is a very good point. Where was Hebner well, every, that, that shows you that everyone liked Brett and no one liked Hogan. <laughs> they were well, happy to see Hogan go. <laughs> Why is it that when... uh? Hebner didn't run up during the eight-man tag and say, no, that's a stupid finish. Do a better one. Hebner just told Finkel, dude, that was totally Vince that messed your car up. He did it on purpose. He's like, yeah, I remember, I remember. Oh, that was a bit of a fluff by Fink then. Because he said the referee reversed the decision. Everyone went, oh, my God, Brett's won. He went, oh, no, 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 I'm wrong. The match is going to carry on. It's the double dusty finish. <laughs> now, what's interesting is, if I remember right, is I thought, okay, they've restarted the match, and this is going to end, like, immediately. But I think it goes, like, five or seven more minutes. Yeah, it does go on a little bit longer. It's, uh, wouldn't it be cool if Bam Bam jumped in the crowd after those kids that had the sign? Like, yes. like he just like, hey, and just goes after him. Like, like Ron Artest, but heavier. I'd like to think he went up to him and said, words hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've been working on losing weight. I have you know I have a virus and it's glandular. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sorry, but Hagen Das tastes good. <laughs> it and it takes the pain away. <laughs> I attend um, like a like a like a weight loss group on a Tuesday night now, and there's there's you get so many amazing stories uh, of why people haven't lost weight, and th there's this one woman who's come in several weeks in a row and uh, determined that it was probably water retention in her legs. It's like, no, no, it's it's cake retention, that is. You're just eating too much. <laughs> hey, the other skank's back. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, she, she returned because mm -hmm. she, she yeah. found Hacksaw. She was and done. Was good now. Mm -hmm. she, she had her, her running with... She came to see Hacksaw and, uh, and Samu, and now that's taken care of. <laughs> Um, or whoever she came to see. I don't want to cast aspersions on her. I was hoping I'm that... Just uh, a body breaker. Well, I was hoping that he was going to turn it into the Al Perez spin. Uh, you remember Al Perez? Am I the only person yes, on do. planet Earth that remembers Al Perez? I, refer I referenced Al Perez on last week's show, actually. And he, and he would do... He would. He would put somebody up like this, and then he would spin them. Mm -hmm. Which is really weird, because Al Perez was not like that big a guy. Someone needs to bring that move back. 
You know, Je- you know Jesse Ventura's loving this version of the move, though. Mm-hmm. The old body breaker. I like when Nash had the uh, spinning razor's edge throw when he was Oz. Mm-hmm. The Emerald City Twister. Or... That makes sense for us. That's I, I like that. Right. Because yeah, it's the house spinning away. If they'd have played that music while he did it, <laughs> WCW would still be in business. <laughs> yes. The Monday Night War would have been very his... different. I love that his actual song started out like all ominous and creepy, and it turned into like, mm-hmm. the worst version of Another One Bites the Dust ever. Yes. <laughs> like, what does that have to do with Oz? That and Kevin Sullivan yelling, walk on my eyes 40 times. Much as I love the Taskmaster. Oh, you know, after working with uh, Kevin Sullivan at StarCast, I, he's like one of my favorite people. He's just such a nice dude. So funny, too. So funny. <laughs> I met him two years ago at an indie show. I happened to have a Phillies cap on. The first thing he says to me, he says, aren't the Phillies on last... Like, not hello, just like, the first yeah, time they are. we ever. Yeah, the first time that he and I ever talked on the phone because we we talked on the phone before, before Starcast, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, we we started talking uh, Red Sox baseball, and I said, well, I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. anything because I'm a, you know, a Cincinnati Reds fan, and and you know, you may think back to '75, and he goes, mm-hmm. greatest World Series ever, and he just started. To, just went off. Anyway, we're, we're, we we probably get focused back on this 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 <laughs> King of the Ring match, which is a good match. I, I don't know if it's hit your three and three quarters yet that you uh, somehow knew prior to watching this that it was. That's me, be. not your dumbass. <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm basing this on many previous viewings of this match and. Brett wearing the big man down with the Coquina Clutch, I believe this is. Canadian Joe. Immediately oh, I thought he was going to drop him for... Oh, it's going to be world's biggest 619. Oh, oh I guess not. <laughs> Just hoys him over. Does Calgary even have an area code? How does that work in Canada? It's Klondike 5. <laughs> Klondike Bill. Who is now retroactively my new hero based on Tony Schiavone's tellings of Klondike Bill's stories. R-E-S-P-E-C-T is Savage would beat into the ground for... Him and Aretha Franklin were really pushing Brett at this particular time. Yes. Aretha, of course, worked two WrestleManias, which is more than some wrestlers have. She did, didn't she? She did three and 23. Although the best rendition of an, of any anthem at WrestleMania goes to Ray Charles. Or do you disagree? He'll tell you Rockin' Robin. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Brotherhood. 
there was no bouncing ball when she sang. It was, it was just like one straight line across the screen. Wasn't William Shatner at WrestleMania 10, or have I made that up? You've made that up. I've made was, that up, haven't I? He was at the... He was at a Raw in early 95. Okay. That might have been... And he beat up Jerry Lawler. Right. So I'm sure you are, because I was just thinking, For... why didn't he sing the National Anthem WrestleMania 10? Yes! Because he wasn't there. But that would have been sensational. <laughs> why isn't he singing the National Anthem at every wrestling show now? <laughs> Why is he just singing everyone's theme songs at every show? Me and the good lady watched Miss Congeniality last night. And at the end of that, he sings the uh, Miss United States pageant song. But he doesn't sing it. He William Shatner's it. And it's wonderful. Well, well that is singing. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I, w- you know, I want to see really the did Bam Bam really did get screwed here. Yes, he did. <laughs> Haven't been screwed Bam Bam. Bam Bam screwed Bam Bam. Here's oh, Savage, Savage straight in spotlight. there to Hot Dog and Grandstand with Bret Hart. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. But then really, he went and sat, sat back down. Oh, he's so gone that's again. Okay. That's all right. Because he always <laughs> he ragged on gave him a kiss Hogan and then ran away. That. He gave him a kiss and legged it. Man. Savage helping uh, get him over. Terry Taylor walked like, in uh, on, Brett to the back. Oh, wait. That was, That's I'm Tony Gurria. That, that was Tony Gurria. Renee Goulet. Tony and Renee. Where's the gummage? I was going to say that um, all the finishes, according to Brett's book, he was told not to win with a sharpshooter in any of the matches. So he came up with three different finishes. How come he was told not to win with a sharpshooter? I guess just for like, uh, maybe drama purposes, just oh, you know, to catch everybody off guard. I think Bam Bam was the only one that actually won with a finisher when he did the diving headbutt on Bam Bam, or Duggan. When Duggan lost cleanly, write that down. I've made a note of it, don't worry. I'm going to remember <laughs> it for many years to come. Good. I like the emphasis they put on the King of the Ring being an actual king. Because they lost that for a while, and then they brought mm-hmm. it back just after they brought it back. And uh... I'm just sad that, I'm sad that Austin didn't wear the robe. <laughs> that well, fun. I, ironically enough, Brett did not come with Crown as Illustrated. <laughs> That's a shame. That one dude in the front row with the hair come to one side is fascinating. Why doesn't Crown match the cape? The robe. Mm, good point. I'd be happy with like a bowling trophy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at Jerry Lawler. His crown matches the matches the robe. Yeah, he's he's color coordinated. And now, two men who wrestled the Miz in this decade: Jerry Lawler and Bret Hart. <laughs> oh gosh, that's true, isn't it? That's alarming. Now, Mean Gene's got to wrestle him. <laughs> Come on, Gene. I bet Gene could take them too. They seem to have rushed through this last bit. Like it feels like two yeah. minutes ago he was rolling up Bam Bam Bigelow, and suddenly, quick, get up there, get the hat on, get the robe on. Oh, here's Jerry Lawler. Here's the storyline. Are they running out of time on pay per view pop- or something? Uh, 
there's, there's like 20 minutes left before you're at the top of the next hour, so it's it's kind of kind of astonishing. This actually is the lead, the build up to my arguably my favorite match in wrestling history. Brett and Lawler at SummerSlam. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that Brett and Lawler match at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, that I mean it has tremendously. it has everything. It has it has great drama. It has you know just this amazing. Just the heat on mm. in that match is off the charts. It is, and the aftermath of it is especially uh, if you know the full story behind it, which we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Hey, free some free stuff for the fans. <laughs> That's why they smash. That's why we got a cheap crown so Lawler could smash it. Coming up in the bit, we get to see Jerry Lawler actually injure Brett. You know, and I'll sh- we'll see right when it happens. Does he right here, him? right here. Oh, right here. Mm. Oh. Brett said it hurt him to it hurt him to take a deep breath for a long time after that because it busted his rib. Callous. And that would be the impetus. Chair like that. And that would be the impetus for what would happen at SummerSlam, as as Brett tells the story. Yeah, it's just. I mean, that that feud. To me, is like one of the most underrated in wrestling ever. I loved the Bret Hart Jerry Lawler feud. I was so had a real baby whenever... face and a real. Yeah, you had a, you had a baby face and a heel, and you know whenever the, the we never got the ultimate payoff. You know, like we were going to get at Survivor Series because of all the Lawler's legal problems. Uh huh. Well, we got the uh, kiss my foot match two years later. Thank you. No. <laughs> It was a it was a slow burn. It was a slow burn. I must admit, when you said, "Oh, I I enjoyed Brett and Jerry Lawler," I was thinking that kiss foot, kiss my foot match. Are you, no, you sure? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm no, glad no. there's another one we're talking about. No, the, yes. and you guys will get to it. You'll get to the to the SummerSlam match, which I, I again I view as the. The best. It's one of my favorite matches ever because it encapsulates everything I love about pro wrestling. Just everything. And just simple storytelling. A great babyface, a great heel. And now and, this 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 thing is trying to push on to get us to King of the Ring '94. Oh no 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 no! no, no <laughs> Thank no, you no. no. Thank you no. Thank, Thank you, no. you no. So thoughts on persuasive. rewatching King of the Ring? I still enjoyed it years later. I mean, Brett had the three best performances on the show, as I remembered, but there was nothing truly garbagey about the show. No, like, I, nothing, I, was, like, nothing rotten. The, I want to say, even the stuff with with Duggan. I mean, it was it was quick, at least, eh, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, no, I, I I remember being at that show and thinking, man, the show is really really good. And all these years later, I'd say the exact same thing. It's a really really good show. I've actually really enjoyed it. I was expecting it to be, I think because we've had so many dodgy weeks watching all the Raw episodes from 93, uh, my Mm. expectations were low. Um, But no, this was strong. And I think the more I think about it, I I get why Hogan Yoko was so early on because Hogan's, Hogan's away. Do we know that Hogan's away at this point? No, because he still does some house show appearances and he shows up like the first week of 
August for a European tour, and then and then that's it for him. Because it does feel like they're they're pushing him early. They get that match done because then they want to focus on what's going to take them forward, which is all these young guys and Jerry Lawler. Right. It, sure. it does seem it does seem convenient that way. It does. But uh, but yeah, I, I thought I thought the show was paced pretty well. I mean, Luger versus Tatanka was a little. A little too long, but they had to go to a draw. They should have like a five-minute draw then. But for for '93, looking at the five pay-per-views, if my memory holds up, that was definitely the best one. It probably goes that, then SummerSlam, then probably Rumble, Survivor Series, then Mania. So King of the Ring by far the best, which from that group is like being a valedictorian of summer school. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I definitely enjoyed that show even 25 years later. Yep. Amazing. Uh, I have to thank a thousand times uh, R.D. Reynolds from WrestleCrap for joining us for the Kingling, King of the Ring watch along. <laughs> thank you so much. It's been lovely. Lovely to speak to you again because I worked it out. And um, I think the first time me and you spoke was 10 years ago this year. Wow. When you did my old radio show. Oh, that's amazing. A whole so decade years. ago. That's, so it's that's... lovely that every 10 years we get to catch up. Absolutely. That means that I'll be watching uh, King Bad of the Ring 2003. I, yeah, I don't think that existed. Though, so. <laughs> um, go for it and plug what you've got coming up, what you're up to at the moment. Give a big shout to WrestleCrap and all the other good stuff that you're doing, sir. Yeah, I, I, always, I always just tell everybody to just go to WrestleCrap.com. Uh, you can catch me on uh, Facebook. Uh, you can catch me Twitter, uh, WrestleCrapRD, but... Uh, WrestleCrap is really where everything happens uh, that that is wrestling related for me. Uh, you know, we do inductions, we do all kinds of uh, different articles, and of course, I have my uh, podcast, WrestleCrap Radio, uh, that has been going for 13 years. So um, we have our big Christmas show coming up. We just had the Black Friday show, uh, which is always one of the big ones. Uh, but yeah, we're we're really looking forward to doing the Christmas show this year. Brilliant. And so subscribe to WrestleCrap Radio if you don't already. If you don't already, there's something wrong with you. Change that. Uh, Justin, um, any, anything apart from the show, what are you doing this week? Because by the time this goes up, I'm in Disneyland. What are you doing this week, Justin? <laughs> uh, for me, I'm just got a lot of writing going on, getting ready for the holiday season. Just the usual stuff at Cultaholic. And if anyone wants to catch up with me. In all, in all of my assorted malarkey, it is JRH writing on Twitter, as usual. At JRH writing, at WrestleCrap, Tom Campbell. We are at Cultaholic. Thank you for watching the Watch Along, and love you, bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 